morning sickness. It's Tuesday, 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy, big dick Toledo, ready to go. And we've got a uh, like a, a major league shooting going on uh, up there on uh, 27th Avenue and Dunlap. What the hell is happening? I don't know. 27th Avenue and Dunlap. Is that where the Kmart you met, Ronnie? Was that on Dunlap? That was on Northern, I think. Was it? Oh, okay. Where love happened. That's where you met the, the love of your life, Brady. Yeah. And I started thinking to myself, the shooting's there. You were so close. It was at your Costa Concordia yeah, all yeah. over. And I was like, you were there. The shooting's on the 27th and the I-17, so somewhere between Dunlap, Northern, and everywhere in that area is just close. That's near Getro Center. Yeah. Is it? I don't know that area at all. I have no reason to know that area at all. So, uh, yeah, so if you're traveling on the I-17 back and forth up in there, just avoid it. Uh, dodge it all day, all morning. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's like, they're, they, you know, the news is basically like, there's five people been shot. A couple of them are dead and a couple others just laying in the middle of the parking lot. We'll we'll learn more later. Good things happen between uh, 1 and 5 a.m. Especially when, uh, well, the second I hear five people shot, I'm like, which avenue? That's my first thought. And then, uh, which parking lot? And uh, then the whys and stuff come in later because it's usually something crazy. But, yeah, uh, usually if you're out wandering around on a Monday night at 2 in the morning. Study break. Yeah, things, things are just, uh, you're just out for a walk because the weather's so nice. That's usually why you're outside. Yeah, there's no, I was out last night drinking on a Monday and I felt bad. I, had a, I met a buddy, Craig, uh, last night uh, <laughs> over in Scottsdale. And Monday night drinking, and the next thing you know, you're sitting there going, it's Monday. It's just two of us here in the bar. This is borderline pathetic. So, yeah, you go to another bar so people don't think you're too. It wasn't hopping? <laughs> it wasn't hopping, no, it wasn't. I mean, there's dinner, there's people eating there too, but it's, you know, it's the second story. Liquors is where we went. My Monday night drinking, it was packed, but it was all, it was on. Water? In Scottsdale. No, no, there's uh, a lot of beer flowing, but I was the youngest guy there. By far. Where were you? Houston's. Oh, you went to Houston's yeah. last night? How much beer yeah. was flowing into you? Yeah, you got. I it. had one. You had a brewski. <laughs> so that it was Monday night. Pounded. Pounded. Well, see, pounded. yeah, that's the difference. Uh, Craig was guzzling some sort of uh, 1850s whiskey that he was spending a boatload on each time, and it was very strong and very good. And I was just drinking vodka sodas. We were going at it though. It was good, good fun. But it's Monday, and it makes you think about your life when you wander off from Monday drinking, and you're like, man, I enjoy Craig. He's a nice man. Well, you won't be drinking at Doc and Eddie's anymore. No, I know, and I saw that. I still think that's an insurance fire. I know. I, that's <laughs> exactly. Not, that place is so old. Yeah, I know. I was like, the guy's tired of it. I used to go there in, uh, like, God, it was like the early 90s I'd go to Doc and Eddie's. They redid it since then, but I mean, you know, I've been to Doc and Eddie's a few times to play pool and goofing around. Well, and the, I, they're saying a lit cigarette. Yeah, that's um, usually, that'll take everything down. I can't imagine. Tim that's B, not, I thought it was illegal to smoke. It, 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 even, even still, I, the second I saw Doc and Eddie's burned down, I was like, oh, I got sick owning that dump. I, I, I can't blame him. Grease fire. I believe that's called Jewish lightning. I'm not sure if that's still a term people use. But. And you can't stop cooks from smoking. No, no, no. Really? Yeah, please. There's smoke breaks. You go outside, and then you put it right next to the kerosene lamp that is, for whatever reason, out there uh, that the owner 98% asked. Yeah. of cooks smoke. Oh, Absolutely. They have to. I don't know why. I know why. When I worked in a restaurant, everybody took up smoking because every couple hours you get to stand outside for 15 that's minutes. That's it? Just yeah, for that? that's it. Just so you don't have to deal with the inside anymore. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, the first thing I thought was, oh, man, I hope that guy doesn't get caught because he deserves it. He's run a nice establishment for a long, long time. Doc and Eddie's gave us all, if you've lived in this valley, 
at least one good drunken night. I've thrown up in the Doc and Eddie's parking lot twice, uh, which is great. Early on, uh, Doc and Eddie's was my hang when I first got my uh, legalization. You know, I could get there once I was 21. We went to Doc and Eddie's quite regularly. And so puking in that parking lot holds a lot of fond memories for me. But a lot of pool tables. Yeah, you cannot own a place for 30 years, a bar. Uh, and not burn it down. I think that has to happen. That's part. Of, that should be part of it. The, it combusts usually. Yeah. Um, even insurance companies have to know. Like in 28 years, when you burn it down, we're not going to give you full value. But here, we'll give you half because we understand no one should own a bar. Time to get out. Yeah, for 30 plus years. Uh, it was a great conversation I had last night with a very tall woman also, who uh, started to talk to me about uh, the NCAA um, bracket. She's a bracketologist. bracketologist. And then she said, did you see? She actually brought, the, a woman actually said this phrase to me. Not on that. Yeah, Brett's I know. Leaving. Brett's leaving. Uh, she actually said to me, did you see ESPN's big screw up? And I'm like, no. And she goes, they released the girls brackets um, early. Ooh. And I'm like, there's a girls bracket? And she goes, well, please. And I'm like, well, for what? <laughs> and she said, the NCAA women's uh, tournament. And I'm like, ESPN has a show about that? And she goes, well, no, they accidentally flashed the, the screen before they had announced the team. So all the teams that didn't know or knew, they flashed the final teams. And I'm like, no one cares about what you're talking about. She goes, oh, my God, it's huge business. I'm like, no, it's not. I will not go to work tomorrow and have uh, the girls' bracket gambling, although it might be kind of fun. I'm like, I, it doesn't exist. It's a non-existent well, did she thing. ball? She had to. She was tall. So I knew what I was arguing with. I had braced myself for her to go, well, when I went to Baylor, I'm like, yeah, yeah I understand why you're... I got next. Yeah, why you're uppity about this. But to, to even bring it up is ridiculous. Oh, you're ridiculous. You're a misogynist. And I'm like, maybe. But along with everyone else on the planet, no one cares about the girl's bracket. So evidently, and then I looked, it's in the news. ESPN did apologize <laughs> for saying we released the female. Uh, is UConn still really good? Of course uh, they are. There's are like they? three teams. Oh, I got into all that, too. I was It was a long discussion <laughs> with this lady. There was like, I just told her, I'm like, look, there's like two teams that Virginia and UConn are the ones you got to worry about. Is oh, Pat, no, Notre Dame. And I'm like, okay. Is Pat Summit still alive? No. No, no. no. She's long. Is she dead or is she just oh, yeah, she's dizzy? I think she just might be real. Oh, yeah. She's alive. She's alive. But she's super dizzy. She may be gone. That's all I know about girls' basketball. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, Ty. Oh, yeah. wow. I yeah. yeah. just missed it. Nice job. <laughs> so have they been good since then? I don't even know. <laughs> it's 2019. Three years ago. Three, well, it depends oh, wow. on the date. Two and a half Jeez. at the very least. Either way, that's how much people care about Women's basketball. That is the most legendary name. Only one I know, yeah. other than that, uh, that well, I don't Gino, know his name. Gino, Gino is Gino, Gino. the guy at UConn, Gino. right? Yeah. <laughs> or is Huh? I don't know that one. Is it Coach? There's a man coach who that's is the, the equivalent of Pat Summit. the UConn guy. Yeah, the UConn the, guy? Yeah, the UConn guy is. Yeah, Oriyama. Gino Oriyama? Gino. Yeah, I know Gino. I would have never guessed Oriyama. I had no idea he was Asian. Let's get back to Pat Summit. What about ASU? <laughs> She's still gone, Brady. Oh. Still so close. And evidently, right. uh, Pet Summit was shot last night on 27th Avenue and I-17. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. It's a Damn. terrible tragedy. She was a great here. one. So, dude, she was one of the best ever. I wish that lady was still here so she could hear this conversation because it was just. She tried to. <laughs> We're trying to do it. Yeah, for she her. tried We're to rope me into NCAA women's basketball for about 12 minutes. I'm this like, is, this is not occurring, lady. This is nobody's going to be on your side here. 
This is exactly how every single conversation every would go. One of them. Yeah, every about about women's yeah. college. Or I even told her is that. Is it still UConn? <laughs> I told her that. number two into the. She was she was fun about it. She laughed a little bit, but I even said, "I'm like, look, a room of lesbians. That's it. That's your audience. That's all you got." I said, "You can you can call me a misogynist all day. No women care about your thing. So I guess they hate women too." Well, it's not. It's a big business. It's not a big business. It's just not. It's on the heels of the NCAA. Although I did think to myself, it's about, I'm about as knowledgeable with the women's 64 as I am the men's. Yeah, this year. So if I did a bracketology, I just know Duke. I know Duke and I know the ACC teams. You take your four top seeds. So you'd look, and I know a few of the players and stuff. I don't know any of the girls, but it would be equal to guessing who wins what in the girls. I wonder which I'd do better in. Because every guy out there is like, well, I've been, you know, I've been following. You don't know anything about Buffalo basketball. So in the men's bracket, you're taking a shot there, too. Like, I know ASU's got a couple. I like ASU because they named a kid Remy Martin. They got a guy named Remy Martin. Well, Somebody's ASU didn't name him. Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, yeah, no, they get the rights. No, somebody named their child he's Remy sponsored. Martin. Yeah, he's brought to you by, and it's his name, Remy Martin, which is fantastic. So I like him, and I like you know. There's a couple players for issue. They're great. I know Bobby Hurley's their coach. I know a few things about men's, but but I don't know if they're they battle tomorrow. Are right? they better? Than, yeah, it's are a they game. are they better than St. John's? I don't know. Are they are they better than Buffalo? According to the rankings, no. But I, it's a crapshoot for me. So it would be the same if I filled out a girls bracket. Exactly. Except that's how little the girls bracket matters. I know equal amounts to both, and I will only play one because the other one requires me paying attention to girls college basketball which i refuse to do along with the entire population of the united states and surrounding countries uh, the, the globe doesn't care all oh, that late she must have been about six four so this is a constant battle for her. i never once mentioned it's because you're a, a gawky big bird that's the yeah, reason you just didn't want to be that guy you play ball you bat well i wouldn't yeah you hoop you ball lady? You ball. No, I didn't want, but I knew the second she's like, she, we, you know, talking a little basketball. And then she brought up ESPN's big mistake, which, you know, I'm like, oh, I didn't see it. What was it? And the mistake was revealing the, the 64 teams for the girls' tournament. I'm like, and I think that's the noise I made. Well, you're endearing yourself to the crowd. I didn't care. She's 6'4. I've, I've always had a rule that I'd never, ever be attracted to a woman who could block my shot. I don't care at all. No, you don't have that fetish. You bang a real tall girl. No, I've, I'm, I'm tall enough, Eric. We've, we've discussed this. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. only short guys have that issue because you have to. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, you know, I've climbed on some talls, but it's never been anything more than just a normal girl. Then you haven't put on high heels, and you're like, Jesus. Yeah, they don't want that. She's the mountain. The next thing you know, you're Dudley Moore and you're wandering around. <laughs> Looking like Peter Dinklage. All Sonny and Cher. You don't need that nonsense. Brady had that redhead at the, the Christmas party. Yeah, you climbed that ladder yeah. at my house. <laughs> she couldn't block my shot. She could have blocked her shot. got about 6'6". Six, six. Six, they got to be about 6'6". No, six. no. they got to be about 5'11". <laughs> oh, and my leaps. No, no. Mash it right back in your face. Is right, this the girl's bracket? This is the girl's bracket, John. That's, uh, Who's Buck? What's uh, Bay? Uh, Buck Baylor? Bay. Buck oh, Baylor. Baylor's number one? Okay. Uh, UNC... Uh, Buck Bucknell has to be that. Bucknell, FSU. What's South Bell? Carolina, Belmont. Belmont, of course. The horse race. The UK, Kentucky, Princeton. Yeah, Maine. Maine. Maine is in it, so you know you're not playing solid basketball if Maine's in the tournament. <laughs> Maine's probably a powerhouse. South yeah, Dakota is in it. Yeah, no, I know. This is ridiculous.
They just take the 64 teams. ASU's in it? Well, yeah, I think there's 64 basketball teams, and they all get in. Who's playing this? Who in the world is filling out a girl bracket? ESPN offered up if you can print out the brackets for both women's and men's. I'm like, who? you have a gambling problem. You are officially addicted to it if you are putting any sort of money in on girl bracketology this week. Oh, boy, and they're selling, they're selling seats out there in College Station right. and Stanford, and then they move on to Chicago for oh, the second round. Huge in Ames, Iowa, John. Yeah. Oh, and congratulations to the city of Tampa, Florida, because they house the Final Four of Lady Basketball. Hotcakes, John. Hotcakes. Notre Dame is number one. That's what that lady told me last night. Who are the number ones? Uh, Notre Dame, Louisville. Maryland. Uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, nobody's going to watch this. Baylor. Nobody will watch this. No one. Brady, is your dad The Lady Buckeyes didn't. Yeah, he's, he's not watching He's it. not watching if the Lady Buckeyes aren't yep. there. <laughs> it's a, It was an atrociously fun argument. Because she was uh, visibly disappointed, but recognizing that everything I said was true. I think that was the best part of the entire talk. It's like she has absolutely no fight back. And I think when I told her, like, you know, all the women don't care either. And so I speak for everyone in the United States and surrounding countries. That was my favorite line in the whole thing. Everyone in the, it was it's the globe. I was talking for the globe. I was, I, and it's a good feeling to be the spokesman for Earth for just a second, no matter what the topic. I was the spokesman for Earth, and I said, "You have, you have no argument here. You're a misogynist." Yes, along with everyone else on the planet, we all hate women. And I can tell you this: if you took a vote to get rid of it, women's basketball would disappear in every city in every state. It would just go away. It's too horrible a product. Some of the best set about. shots I've ever seen. I've never seen a good set shot, Brady. I don't even I don't even know if that's a thing. If you're still celebrating the two people that can dunk, you're drastically behind the time. It's like Little League when there's a home run. Is rod. there two now? I don't know. Who knows? When well they do the one thing where the one puts her hands in a cup and then they boost her up and she can dunk. It's pretty neat. It's not a legal play, but they do it. Yeah, if you went to a Little League game and somebody hit a home run, it's the same as when a woman dunks. There's a, there's a, 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 the crowd goes crazy because it's like, oh, my God, this shouldn't have happened. It's physically incapable of doing so. Anyway, keep it up. And I, I don't want to go back to that bar and talk to that lady because I have a feeling she'll be there again tonight. Watching the games. <laughs> Are you going to put them on at Porkopolis? The ladies' oh, basketball. Yeah. Are you yeah. really? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have I'm the big there. viewing parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you hate business? Yeah. So you hate having success? Yeah. yeah that's a really smart plan on your end. Good you're job. sitting there drinking. You'll watch it. No, you won't. You'll laugh at it. You might start a drinking game. That's true. All right, we take a shot every time one of them falls. It's entertaining. Yeah. It is. We'll put the uh, we'll put the bass fishing tournament on yeah. instead because that's real life entertainment. John, that's I'm going to prove that lady's point. Right now, I'm flipping the dial, and guess who else is talking about the women's bracket? Beth, John, Jay, and Rich. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> well, they'll wow, fill it out. Thought. That would be fun to do to them. Let's go. Hey, you want in our uh, bracketology and give them a women's one, and they'd fill it out not knowing. Good chance. That's a good chance. Anyway, so lady, big tall lady. I'm sorry you you got you look you got free college because you're tall. What's wrong with that? Yeah. So quit being so uh, bitter you didn't have about to fake being on the crew team. Right, exactly. Quit being so bitter about why you got free college and trying to convince everybody it's worth something. It ain't. It's nothing. It's a. Uh, it's a silly endeavor. But you got free before. 
And your mess around uh, the I-17 apparently emanated from the Bobby Q's parking lot. Is that where that happened? Texting in. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't know if that's in that area. It's kind well, of I, oh, I saw on the news. I don't know the details yet. Two dead and three three were laying there shot. So five people got shot. We don't know any whys or what's yet. But I'm sure it'll all be. Yeah, that turns into a club, doesn't reasonable. it? That Bobby Q's at night. On Monday, though? Maybe there's a... What? Big Monday yes. promotion. Yeah. <laughs> you, you caught yourself. <laughs> Maybe there's a. I was blank. trying to do the. Uh, turns into a club, really? Yeah. Well, Bobby Q says like, yeah, it's a big place, so they have dance. Yeah, ten o'clock, then it's. But not on Monday. There couldn't have been a Monday. They just said then, like you know, concert or something. There's a shooting at a concert. They just said there's a shooting in a parking lot. So. It could have been Mosh Pit Mondays. I think it's just five people standing around doing terrible things, and some sixth person came by. And I started getting involved in terrible things, and then shots were fired. Because it's Monday in the middle of the night. They when weren't. Police arrived, two men, they found two people dead, and then three other men aged 22, 29, and 50. None of this was good. <laughs> who, was, who was carrying the drugs? Who didn't come up with the money? Not a good mix. That's not a crew that hangs together on the reg. That was a mix of bad. Anyway. Well, that story might get interesting. Uh, it's 6.02. Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll start it off together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All right, there you go. Thank you, Silence the Voice. It is uh, a glorious 6.18. Perfect day. Mid-80s. Spring training wrapping up as we talk about it all coming to an end. Today's one of the last days you're going to want to go and spend $70 for a game uh, because the uh, the starters are starting to trickle out. They're starting to all go home. It's the base. Some of them are in Japan. Yeah, no. Yeah, you got Seattle's over there in uh, Hot get, Pond. You're getting up at 2.30 a.m., watch the uh, Nick. Old Mariner. You're not going to watch your team's opener? Nope. Pay rent, watch DVR. DVR. Right, yeah. DVR. You get up, you go see your vampire landlord, you drop off a check, you, you come back, you wander over to Bobby Q's for the big late-night Monday parties. Seventh inning stretch. Uh, this just says uh, the first reports are at the shooting over there on the 27th Avenue in the I-17. Suspect opens fire on party goers, killing two, hurting four. Jeez. Fun. So just wandered no by. No Monday parties. There's a woman involved. In it. I can only imagine that there's somebody's jealous something going on. And pop, 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 pop. Usually how it works. Yeah, it's almost works always drugs. the case. Drugs or women. Same thing. Same thing. It's just too loud. Woman's just the most deadly form of narcotic. That's all. Uh, yeah. Terrible. So it's just too loud, but it's in a apartment complex. I don't know how close that would be to Bobby Q's. Plus, you live over oh, on all 17 and uh, 27th Avenue. If you're complaining about noise, you're in the wrong neighborhood because they're up late there. Yeah, I can't take it. I can't it's take Monday this night. noise. Ah! <laughs> you're an old man if that's the first thing you thought of, Brady. <laughs> it's just too noisy. I'll kill everyone. Anyway. I was watching the news a little bit last night, right before I went to bed, and uh, I had not heard this story, but I want to say congratulations to a woman who I believe, uh, her name is uh, Shalice Renee uh, Zeitner. She's the worst human being alive ever, I think. Ever, ever, ever. Without having, well, nope, she did, never mind. Uh, I was going to say without having murdered, but she did. Um, She faked uterine cancer and doctored all her paperwork to go get an abortion. And uh, and then said and then had a baby later, and the doctor's like, "You didn't have anything." 
He's like, oh, I did. Well, I thought I had it. I'm pretty sure I had it. So she had a baby, like, late-term aborted or something. I don't know when it was. So she's in jail for 28 years. And I'm like, 28 years? That seems a little hefty for a lady who just lied about cancer, right? Oh, no, that's not all. She also scammed out, like, uh, uh, $7,000 worth of fake tickets to a gala and returning a, a promise of returning money and events proceeds would go to a charity. She took all that and then, of course, got a couple DUIs in there mixed in but she's got 28 years in jail how four, bad four counts of dui John. yeah oh no she, yeah, she's that's the least of her worries she's driving around drunk she all only day. got two and a half years she's for got that. a lot of pressure on her with all the fake cancer and abortions and stuff she's got going i better drink my sorrows away she's trying to get rid of babies and it didn't work so she had to play pretend she had cancer and when i heard that i was like wow she really went out of her way to get that paid for so if i yeah. doctor up the cancer yep if you've got that the state pays and it threatens your life and you don't have the money to cover it the state pays for your abortion basically she did all this for a four hundred dollar thing she couldn't have even gone to like friends like a Uh, bunch or begged on the road four hundred bucks and it was like 22 well it was late in the game too she decided to do this really late but i'll fake cancer is like the last thing you'd think of for an abortion she thought of it prosecutor said zellner claimed to be a marine corps veteran a race car driver and a South African attorney. <laughs> Sorry, I got my old man laugh still. Nah, <laughs> lung butter. Oh, she was planning a gala. Yeah, she was trying to put up. people for money. She was going to put yeah, a big event together. Had seven Gs already. And had $7,000 in. And plus, it would have been like a, a big giveaway at the end of the, the glorious gala. Who's giving this woman money to go to her gala? Like, after a while. Well, she, she's just the greatest salesperson alive is what she is. Race car driver fits the mold, you know. We could use her downstairs. I think we we bust this little honey out of the can and put her in the uh, KDKB sales pit. And the next thing you know, she's going to be if she can sell anything. She sold fake cancer for a four hundred dollar abortion. That's amazing. But uh, yeah, you've got to have your head completely sideways. I've I've heard a, I heard a guy fake a seizure once. That was an old joke years ago because that's a real commitment to get out of something. You try to fake a seizure, you're in that for the long haul. Like people are going to call paramedics, and, and it could have been more than four hundred bucks if it's late term. I don't know. I don't know, but it's not that much more. They're not really killing you on the abortions. Yeah, you think just going really out of your way for that because that's what I found. I didn't think it was like a ton of money. Yeah, she's in her twenty second week. How long are pregnancies? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 40. Long. That's pretty long. That's deep into the process I would say at so. that point. Now, she's 33 years old. She presented falsified medical records uh, to support her claim that she had cancer. So she was good enough to make that. If she had put her mind to, like, good things, she might have, like, cured cancer. Uh, she talked to an obstetrician and said that pregnancy was going to put her life in danger because of her cancer. So she had her abortion. If you got an invite to the gala, I'd like to see that, what the, uh, it was going down. Yeah, I would like to see what her gala looked like. We should have let her oh. fill it out. We should have let her finish. <laughs> so so she rent did, the room. Can and the you hall. imagine some of the uh, like a crappy auction items there. probably oh. that she had? So she Forceps. De- Meet she and greet defrauded with the, the Veterans <laughs> Ticket Foundation, and because yeah. of that, they were unable to fulfill 13 wishes in 2012 and five in early 2013. Yeah. It was because she went after the veterans. Like yeah. she is literally the worst yeah. person alive. So congratulations for uh, sending me to bed last night. Knowing more about Charlize Renee Zeitner. Congratulations, lady. That is, uh, that's getting it done. Somebody has to win the title, right? Yeah, you killed a baby. You faked cancer. You fleeced the troops. 
That's yeah. That's a, <laughs> effect. that's a it's a massive amount, and it's not even in the same field of assholery. Like you are dancing around like wherever you can find out. What's what's another thing I haven't done? Oh, I haven't kicked a kid in a wheelchair today. I'm gonna go try that. I got to get drunk and drive to it though. So she was boozing around all day long, kicking kids like little Caleb from the Shriners thing. Probably broke four or five of his bones just because it was so easy. So Brady, I have to ask you your opinion on this. In court, she said. I want to thank God for first giving me the courage to come up here when it was incredibly difficult. It was not easy waiting for my appearance on these trials, mostly because the people that were involved mean a great deal to me. No, they they don't. don't. Especially that one you stabbed out at 22 weeks. So she was uh, fighting it. She was saying, I'm not guilty. Sounds like it. Um, Sounds that way. She was guilty of caring too much. I think think that's what she was trying to say. Yeah, she was fighting yeah. till the end. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I'm guilty of is loving too hard. Faking <laughs> <Yeah>. cancer <laughs> and Well, just because I, I just loved too much. To be oh. honest, at that point, I mean, just keep rolling with it, right? You know? Like, oh, kind of yeah. like Robert Kraft. Well, all the way. I didn't do it. Man, I didn't do it. It's, it's the shaggy She defense. was hoping maybe they would drop some of the charges, but yeah. they just kept piling on. I mean, essentially. That's all Robert's doing. It's like, you negotiate my day. I'm not guilty. Sure. You're gonna drop well, you're going to say not guilty. I get yeah, that. Yeah. But at a certain point, the wasn't me defense was kind of like, all right, lady, we know for a fact all this was you. Yeah, 28 years, bro. That's pretty good. They, uh, she And she had the nerve to like go, no, I think that's a little heavy. I'm going back in. Like, just sit and take your punishment. Worst person alive. Yeah. That is a that is a massive nut kick. Yeah. And I want to know what she's done that she didn't get caught. That's the thing you always have to think about with criminals. Like, what did you do that you didn't get caught? You know, because you were fle- you're willing right. to fleece veterans, you're willing to fake cancer and get abortions because of it, you're willing to do uh, defraud all sorts of people. What did you do? Like you had to wheel an old lady down something. Like, Representative you had to- for crazy eyes everywhere. Yeah, she's got crazy eyes. She's probably a blast in the sack. She looks familiar too. You know what? She's what could I do? Stack, John, I got four DUIs. <laughs> How about if I'm a NASCAR driver? Right. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'll start telling people that tomorrow. I wonder after I poked this half a kid out. I've always wanted to go to South Africa. Yeah, yeah. abortions are just so boring. How can I spice mine up a little? Hey, I got an idea. And then she goes off and has another baby, and when she's getting that C-section, the doctor looks in there and goes, you never had any cancer. What's wrong with you? Your medical records said that you, you there's nothing there's no signs of any. You never even got treated for it. Oh, I thought I had cancer pretty bad, so I... Uh, but if you're that... It's a miracle! Damn doctors! <laughs> right. How dare At they? At that point, you just keep lying. <laughs> I jettisoned that last baby because I thought I had cancer. I should say they should have the nerve to sue the doctor that faked that she faked the cancer with for not knowing. Yeah, you're the worst person alive. The worst person alive. That's saying a lot. Hey, I'm Caleb from the Shriners. How are you? Oh, hi. Uh, my name's Mrs. Zeitner. I have brittle bone disease. I don't believe it. Let me see. Like, oh, yeah, you sure? You sure as hell do. You break like a chicken wing in the oven. Kid, this I, goes along with the kid, other 200. I got your back. I'm going to do a gallop. <laughs> I need to have this aborted. No, I'm, a, I'm eight. I want it aborted anyway. I think it would be a pretty good poke out. I think he's got cancer, too. Yeah, goodbye, lady. And then I, after, I, after I heard the 28 years, I thought to myself, that's a little stiff for you know, a sick lady doing something. And then, and then I heard all the charges and everything else. I'm like, 28 years isn't enough. I don't want her getting out. 28 years from now, she's all she's got time to do now is think about her next plan. Her and her God. 
And then there was this other thing I saw last night. Everybody's up in arms. It's like going viral and stuff. There was some concert in Texas or whatever. Brooks and Dunn or some hillbilly thing. Bunch of slow people. That's what country music's for. Slow people. They have to be mildly mental to like it. So uh, some old lady's trying to go down these stairs. I don't know if you guys saw this. She's trying to go down the stairs and this wife and his firefighter are sitting there. She pokes him and goes, you should go help her. It's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, he does the nice thing and helps her. But then he's enjoying the, the country music show, and she and he sees that the lady's still at the bottom of the stairs. So now she's got to try to come up the stairs. She can't do it. And the show ends, and she's standing there, and he goes, I'll go down there and walk her up, because that's where the exits are. you got to go up. The, you know, it's like America West, or not, I call it America West, Talking Stick Resort Arena, where you got to go up to get out if you're low down by the floor. So uh, she's sitting there. Nobody's helping. So this guy goes down there, and he just scoops her up, like just grabs this old woman and starts to carry her. And I'm like, oh. Like a fireman's carry? No, no, no. He didn't, ho- he didn't hoist her. Oh, he just, you know, he, like he carried her through the threshold, like they just gotcha, gotten married. Okay. And they start going up the stairs, but it's taking too long. And then he scoops her up, and he starts to carry her up. People are snapping shots, and it's all viral. Look at this wonderful moment. And I'm like, this is the worst moment ever. That lady needs to go. That's enough. She can't even go upstairs anymore without Stay some near an exit. stranger hauling her. It's, it, it's embarrassing. So if that ever happens to me where it's like, will someone carry me up the stairs at the country show? It's not like the house is on fire. That's I, enough. Put I do want to see Brady's way, though, the fireman carry. Yeah. Just, you just a lot easier to like up the sack yeah. that way. Come on, lady. <laughs> sack of taters. This is embarrassing. You're, well, you're taking away my dignity. She's throwing up on the Dignity. Liquor. I saw you standing there at the bottom of the... You've got Stop, them. please. You're too bouncy. <laughs> you're bouncing me all over. I bet you she bitched the whole way from bottom of the step to top. Well, everybody's like, look at this beautiful man. You put me down, brute. You unhand me, you son of a bitch. I could have done it. I was waiting for the crowd to clear. Come on, lady. I couldn't stand watching this anymore. I never want that to be my lot in life. The viral video where I'm helpless and somebody good is hauling me around. I came close yesterday. The kid had a little incident yesterday. Kirby? No, me. Oh, you're the kid. I forget yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. Go. What happens? Was, the kid? I get done uh, working out. <laughs> Nobody's carrying you upstairs, by the way. No, no. No, no one's going to carry you upstairs. You're going to suffer on. at the bottom of the staircase for a long time. So We've I, seen a couple of firefighters working out yesterday that morning. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. And, uh, you know, uh, sit for about five minutes. Calm down. Get done. As I'm walking out, there's Rihanna, one of the trainers over there, saying goodbye to her. And I'm, and I'm not even looking at my phone, but I go to reach my hands. See you, la- see you later. <laughs> Into the glass. You? I missed the door. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was almost a, a Bradio video. Come I on, enter- man. I entertained the rest of the training crew there. How many oh, people hey, were around? The- did, you, did you drop? Yeah. Oh, no, that, was, no, no. that was the greatest. It, it, just, it didn't get to my head. It got to the hands well, and yeah. into the body. You could have killed yourself doing that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. My dad always brings that up. Yeah. That was so close to you dying. <laughs> I've told that story before, but in San Diego, my dad was barbecuing, and I went inside the house and shut the sliding glass door behind me. My dad came around the corner with a, a tray full of steaks and didn't know I'd shut the door. And the, <laughs> and the window wouldn't stop. And he's standing outside. There's a big oily face print where he just mashed into it. The steaks are everywhere. And I don't know where, and I don't know where my dad got this statistic, and I still don't know that it's true or not. He opens the door and he goes, "That's how one of the Supremes died." I'm like, what the hell? 
I don't know that that's factually accurate. No, she walked through a goddamn plate glass window. Who shut that door? Well, to be fair, every time we leave it open, you bitch about us leaving yeah, doors open. Shut the door. I, I wasn't raised in a barn. You knew I was out here. I, you, you, yeah, you knew I was coming around the corner with that tray of steaks. Now nobody eats. And I could have died like one of the Supremes. I'm like, well, that's a pretty cool story then. You, what the hell are you talking about, old man? You think it's funny? Go ahead and laugh. It's how Rosie from the Supremes died. Like, you don't know anything about the Supremes. Why are you telling us? Did a Supreme die from that? I'm looking it up right now. It was either that or one of the Shirelles. Some 60s group. Some lady. Shy lights. Evidently, somebody wandered through a window. But you hit. You said you hit the frame? Not the, no, not no, no, no. It was the, the glass because uh, it, it's a series of glass panes and the... There's two separate doors, and I I hit right in the middle oh, of it. Man. The hand, See you later. Clink. Not even well. Oh, well. No. I, please tell me that's on video. <laughs> Did the window do the thing? No, oh, it, was, it, it didn't. You, it you was didn't enough hear. that you stumbled into it, you know. But I, that's immediately <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> that's great. And then the classic story of Brady and I going to see Undercover Brother in 2002 <laughs> at the former Christown Movie Theater, where all the outside was glass, and we went for a day. I don't know why we went there. The noon screening. Whatever we did. It wasn't even a screening. We just went to go see it. Oh, we did? Yeah, okay. it was just the two of us for no reason. <laughs> Undercover brother. Undercover brother. And we were bored. So let's go watch Undercover Brother. It was like 1230. There's nobody there at Christown. Why were we over there? Anyway. And it's gone now. I thought it was a sneak preview. But it was, uh-uh. I wouldn't have gone to a sneak preview of it. <laughs> so there would have been people there. So there's windows all around and the doors look just like the windows and an old man hit it. Walk, 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 walk. Hard. Falls to his ass. His wife stands there. Brady and I and these two old people, the only people in the entire lobby. And then he shouts out 12 to 15 seconds after he hits it. Whoy! 12 to 15 seconds? It was forever after he hit it. Time. He stood and just assessed life after, where's the door is basically what he was screaming. Why did God make everything look like doors? And since that day, anytime I stumble <laughs> or we stumble, why falls? Brady and I are standing Neither one of you pricks helped him up. You're in shock. What did I and just you say? Just happen, like, what just seconds? happened there? We did weren't in just shock. Do that? We were laughing well, not so really hard. Shock. You're, you're laughing. He's like, yeah. did that just happen? Ooh, he's down. Plus, he already has no dignity. You he doesn't need the old man No, up. he doesn't need me going over there carrying him. I just talked about that. I don't Tommy want Tommy from much. Harkins helped or, him up. I think no one really helped him. Well, everyone you just stopped. offer your hand. Brady, hey, man. Stop. He was turtling for a while, and then someone went over. Brady, stop. You don't know that. And I know you don't know that because we laughed and ran away. That's not the you don't know thing any, to do, You Brady. don't know if anybody helped I know, helped John. Him. You don't know if anyone helped you him. You helped that old man up. You hope someone His helped wife him. was there. She couldn't help him. She was as brittle as Kayla. <laughs> yeah. Just offer a hand. Brady, Brady had a jug of popcorn and a 77-ounce soda, <laughs> and so did I. <laughs> couldn't set that down. And we were walking away. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> That's exactly how that happened. He died that evening. He probably died that afternoon. His wife said nothing. He sat and watched it like it was a daily occurrence. He's down again. Whoa! The family said he died at what yeah. he loved doing. <laughs> Watching movies, he had no idea that he smashed, smashed into the windows door. like birds. It's exactly what it was, too. When a bird just all of a sudden just commits suicide. So sad. Oh, that was the old man. Well, John, two women that were involved with the Supremes are dead. One from diabetes in 2008. My dad's talking about. In diabetes yeah. in 2008. Yeah, from walking through windows. And the other one in 1976 from coronary thrombosis. 
That means she got her. her she walked through the she glass, sliced open by glass. Yeah. There was no mention of plate glass. But <laughs> I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> his first reaction was to shout out. It was almost like he's like, "That's how Maurice Gibb died." I'm like what? No, it isn't. Like, why do you bring up the powerhouse trios every time you do something stupid? He didn't think he'd look it up like forty years <laughs> he's later. Not gonna yeah. know. I can only imagine that that's just my dad's go-to safety. Like when something stupid happens, when he when he was walking in that field and that palm frond went and impaled his boot to his foot. I can only imagine he looked at the guy next to him. That's how Boris Karloff went. I'm like, what? Oh, he just shouts out a celebrity when he gets hurt. He's crazy. Whether they're dead or not. <laughs> He's gone crazy. You just have to deal with it. It doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. That's just my dad's pain mechanism. That's how he handles that Didn't stuff. Didn't you shout something out when you hit that tree? Weren't you, weren't you riding your bike? I, 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 tree, I shouted, funny. No, no, no. I wasn't chasing a rat. <laughs> I'm not a greyhound. <laughs> Although, <laughs> you'd think I was on the bike sometimes. But a bunny ran in front of me. Oh, yeah. And I shouted out bunny. Because <laughs> and there I, was another. So was the there family. a raccoon in the bush? Well, the raccoon car. in the bush was, uh, that was, uh. That's no cat. That was no cat. <laughs> and I ran into a tree. <laughs> yeah, weird crap. Well, I was drunk. My dad has no excuse. He was not even drinking. And had I shouted That's out. That's how one of the righteous brothers right, died. Yeah. Had, had I shouted out, Sam and Dave! <laughs> It would, have, it would have been something else. I actually acknowledged the thing it was. I was accurate with what I'd screamed out. Yeah, you don't. I just didn't shout out like you know, you know, you know, surf bands of the '60s. Yeah. Sorry, yours was much. Better. Yeah. If the rabbit ran across and I'm like, "What the run it?" You'd have been. You know, then I'm insane like my dad. But I actually shouted "bunny" and then crashed bunny! because the bunny. Like, well, it's worse than the, the other. The only thing I've done dumber on a bike was the time that rattlesnake was a foot away, and I decided to kick at it instead of just keep riding. Ah! And I waved my foot in its face. The, the snake, snake had to be like, idiot. I'm a rattlesnake. I even gave you warning. Yeah, but uh, I think everybody says something stupid, but my dad That's tends only to if someone out. else is there seeing it happen. Then you have to yell the reason why. Or, or, or not. Evidently, yeah. in my dad's case, just men mention someone from Motown. <laughs> Little you laugh Stevie! <laughs> yeah, he's basically Ron Burgundy when he gets hurt. Great Odin's Raven! Are you alright, Dad? Uh, it was the strangest day ever. And then my sister and I, somehow or another, we got in trouble for him walking into that glass window. Hey, still don't know how we got punished for that. Like, we were, we were, it you was... laughed. Oh, we were dying. A guy wandered in, and 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 the best part is, is as he's shouting at us about how the Supremes passed away, his his face oil is just in a perfect Dan Holmberg splat on the glass right next to him. So you it can see art. right where he just like right where he just pretty much the bed right there on the wall. There's steak everywhere. Our poodle is going bananas, just licking up the floor. And he's yelling at us about how one of the Supremes died. Now, at the time, we didn't have the Internet. It, it scared us, like, oh, I didn't know one of the Supremes died that way. He, he could have shouted and, and did shout out just anything he wanted to make us believe that it was a very dangerous activity. <laughs> but now I know for sure. It's a go-to threat as that, a parent. It really said. is, yeah. It yeah is. Threat, that's not the door. If they laugh at you, you, you threaten to ground them and take yeah. everything away from them. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine's beard! Are you all right, Dad? You know that's how uh, that's how Andy Gibb died. No, it isn't. He was a drug addict. They walked through a window too. Never happened. So for a while there were, you know, it was way before. But after, whenever anybody would fall out a window or something like, hey, Dad, that's that could have been you. Remember, you could have been Eric Clapton's baby. 
It's not funny. I think you can use that line for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. It could yeah, be worse. It could have been worse. Well, not even could be worse. You were so close to being. You know how close you were to being oh. Eric Clapton's baby dad? That day? Remember that day in San Diego when you spoke? Well, I remember that. God damn it. And then, and then from that day forward, indignant. we had the ugliest decals on all the glass. Like, he let, this didn't die for days. Like, the next day, my dad comes home with, like, these weird rubbery flowers. Warning. And putting them on all the windows. Like, well, none of us are going to go shooting through a window. But all of, all of our windows and stuff had decals on them. So in case the doors were closed, he didn't he have that. He lost his He lost his mind for two days. It scared him to death. It was hilarious. That Just and pencils. Great. Oh, the pencils thing is still... Nobody understands that. But that that's how one of the Supremes died. We'll live in my head forever. Because I say that whenever something like... You know, I, I, that's one of my first thoughts. Whenever, like I should have said it this morning. It was like two people shot... Or five people shot two killed this morning. That's how, you know, that's how one of the Supremes died. You know, gangland shooting out there on Dunlap and I said it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. You watch the X-Men when, when uh, the guy in the wheelchair, Magneto... Is he the one that's... No, Professor that's X. Professor no, X. Professor X, yeah. when he spun and exploded in that one scene. Yeah. My friend Colin leaned over and he goes, that's how Maurice Gibb passed away. Exactly <laughs> and I died for about 12 minutes because he knows the story. Anyway, what are you going to do? So we all have a odd stories. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> Jimmy Wisman said, I'm watching the news coverage of the shooting this morning over there, and I see an outback, a black Angus, a Texas roadhouse, and a longhorn steak. But nobody who lives by Metro Center can afford the steak. So why are those places there? Like, that's not true. Jimmy. That's why they put the budget steakhouses there. That's not steak, by the way. Still got a sizzler out there, don't they? Is there, I know there's one in Flagstaff. I don't know if there's still one. I think one there's there. one, there? one left on the west side. There's one over by Bookman's on Country Club. Is, I think that's gone. That's an independent that sizzler. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a, just took the name Sizzler. <laughs> Sizzler. just kept the sign. Yeah. Sizzler. There's, it's Sizzler. <laughs> Pirate Sizzler. Sizzler. Come on down to Welcome the to the Sizzler. It's most of what you can eat. <laughs> it's not all you can eat anymore? No, it's most of a plate of food. You've had enough. You've had plenty. <laughs> that's all you can eat. Well, who determines that? I do here at the Sizzler. Standing by the salad bar? Yeah, there's a guy who determines. They save money on equipment. You actually sit at the salad bar. Yeah. Deal with the shield and everything. That's what Captain Wazoo's doing now. Pretty much. Come down to the Sizzler. It's all you can eat, according to me. Then he wanders over. That's all you can eat. Give me that. Huh? I'm telling you. I'll take the oarsman platter. That's how Carrie Fisher died. Give me that. That is not how Carrie Fisher died. <laughs> she was floating in the... I remember how she died. She died like Mary Poppins. What? Oh, no, wait. That's how Princess Leia died. Same place. Floated around like Mary Poppins out in space for a few seconds. She just pointed back at the ship she wanted to live in. In the cold, cold... That force is awesome. Deep recesses of space. You don't even understand how cool the force is. That was pretty amazing. I understand it. I bought it. I believed in it. I want to die in there. She said, there's that guy carrying that old broad up the steps. That's just pathetic and zero dignity and... He's a nice man. She looks happy as hell. No, she's not. She's crapping herself. I shouldn't be outside. I can't. I can't make stairs anymore. You can't make stairs. You can't go out anymore. That's enough. You can't. You find the wheels. Find the ramps. Everything's all rampy. Plus, that sets her expectations a little high for the next show, doesn't it? Oh yeah. No, somebody will carry me. That's basically what she's. Right. Th- you know, we talk about this entitled youth. 
entitled elderly. <laughs> These goddamn elderly people expect us to carry them all over the place. I'm not interested in that future either. I just, I know someone will carry me. It ain't going to be me, sister. Would you carry someone up the stairs like that? Yeah. I don't think you would, Brady. I've seen you in action when old people are in trouble. And you run like a Scooby-Doo character, getting away from the Phantom. He's not there to help? Zoinks! Like, let's get out of here, Scoob. Bruh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that old man is hurt. Whoa! Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. I guess not all of us can run towards the problem. Nope, that's why they're special <laughs> heroes. Yeah, that's right. They get paid for that. I usually run towards the problem and go, whew, that's awful. And then we'll run, like, get away from it. I want to see. My first thought is they've got AIDS and I'm not touching their blood. Not getting anything from this. I don't know how I would react in that, like, real traumatic situations. I've helped out and stuff. I've been, I've saved lives. What? Megan's. Megan's life. Oh, that. I'm like that. I've done that. I've been heroic. But if Twice, right? Would you Heimlich uh, somebody eating next to you that you didn't know? I'll Heimlich somebody. Yeah? But again, no. Actually, I, I just thought of it. Yeah, I just thought of the lawsuit. Yeah. I'm like, no. I popped in my head. I'm like, I could do it. But if I break someone's ribs, like, I wasn't even choking. I'm just coughing. I'm like, oh, I was trying to help. The next thing you know, you're in court. Trying to fight the good Samaritan law. You can just watch and eat your popcorn and drink your 77 hours. No, you just get out of there. <laughs> or leave. You get out like Brady does. I just followed Brady into Undercover Brother. <laughs> that was what we did. That was our plan of action. And I know you're disappointed in yourself right now as we retell the story, but neither of us did a thing. Especially you. I'm not you. disappointed. <laughs> Could have just helped the old guy up one hand. Just put one hand out. It was too funny. It needed to live in its own filth and sort itself out without our... We Could can't intervene. Some words. You know ran, what happened? When he ran into the glass and he was sitting down, he was in a better place. You know, if you would have helped that guy up that day, you wouldn't have run into that glass yesterday. Yeah, that's why... I brought it up, I, you know. Sliding doors. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it's absolutely true. Eventually, Brady was going to start smashing in the window. <laughs> it's kind of karma kicking his ass. No, it's not. It's just he's, you know, he's the kid. <laughs> and uh, when senior living calls, that's why they don't have a lot of glass at senior living centers. Oh, really? A lot of decals, a lot of like, even think about things all over. They stucco walls. Keep it dark. A lot of brown walls. <laughs> a lot of really dark... You know, it's no egress walls. A lot of walls. hallways. Yeah. A lot of hallways. No windows. Clear openings. And even still, there's mash so, you know, The kid will the kid'll find his way in there soon. Next year, in fact, with this new light-up cup. Uh, it's 647. What do you got on the Big Board of Musical Treats this morning? All right, Wake Up Song, brought to you by ELOteam.com. Thinking about buying a home, getting a tax refund, maybe? Get in touch with us, ELOteam.com. We have some great down payment assistance programs out there get you in the house of your dreams. Uh, we got Motorhead up here, Light the Torch, Metallica, but uh, I think it's a great day to do the brand new Hell Yeah single. Just came out. It's uh, 333, one of the last recordings from Vinnie Paul. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, there's great. a video out for it and everything. So, it's pretty the, cool. uh, the news reported that Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist passed away. Again? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, this was the guy who took over right after Randy Rhodes died, and he only played with him for a few weeks, but I think... Like the news thought it was like a huge, you know, part of Ozzy's world. But Ozzy basically said, "Look, this guy got me back on the road. I credit him. His name was uh, 
Marte or something like that. I forgot. Starling Marte. Starling Marte. I'd never heard of him before, but he's 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 gone on to other things. He's a young young man. Sounds familiar. I'm just a zygote of a guitar player. I forgot his name, but uh, there he was uh, on the news, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And then you, I felt really bad after. I'm like, he's not important. And it was really awful of me to say. Well, 37 years ago, on this day in 1982, when Randy Rhodes died. This is when he died. No was kidding. the uh, tour bus. Yeah. How about that? Bernie Torme. Torme. There it is. Bernie Torme. Mel Torme's youngest son. 66. 66 years old. Passed away. Was uh, Ozzy's guitarist for about 38 minutes. Complications from the flu. Boy, that's... Pneumonia. And that's what Ozzy had a few weeks ago when they put him in the hospital and the flu gave you pneumonia and then your, your immune Going system... Going the band. It was a compromise. That's what they tell you. Like, you get that pneumonia, your your immune system's compromised, so it turns into that full-blown killer pneumonia. And it got him. So, uh, But he's not in Ozzy's band now. In fact, the article that I read said that he can't even pay his band members because some sort of a weird online project to raise money to do a show went awry, and he had to kick into his own pocket sixteen grand, and he's out of money. So it was pressure, stress, pneumonia, the flu. Being broke, you know, it's like Ozzy's former guitarist. I'm like, I've never heard of Mr. Torme. I know the Velvet Frog Mel Torme. Do you have any Mel Torme for me, real quick? Pop on in tribute of Ozzy's guitar player passing away because he teamed up with is that Ian Gillen yeah, from the, Deep Purple. They did an album together. Yeah, solo album, solo band. And then he had another band that was some ridiculous uh, Twister Nipple or something, some stupid name band. But I think midway through the article, they realized, oh, you here he is. We'll miss him. Springtime. Velvet Frog. Melt on What a green thing. Still dead. When leaves that was back when people were judgmental and unapologetic. The dude looked like a frog, but he sang with a velvet voice, so they called him the Velvet Frog. Because you know you heard this on the radio when you're old, and you're like, wow. He's beautiful. That's a beautiful singing voice. And then they saw him like, that's the dude with the velvet voice? He looks like a frog. Yeah, we know. Yeah, he's the velvet frog. So this is your tribute? It's my tribute to the late Mr. Torme, the guy whose name I forgot. It's Mel Torme. Give me swinging on the moon. Have a honeymoon on the moon. Honey, far from the bustle of the crowd. Listen to that tone. And if your mother asks why the moon Yeah, it's Michael Bublé Just tell her your feller has gone interstellar Grab your hat and we'll head up in the blue Velvet Frog, he's been dead for years But now, still gone Another guy with the same name passed away And he was also in music, briefly (laughs) Such a tangent Man, it was a uh, you You see how life dovetails? See how that all works out? You never know when the connection's going to be made, but there it was. We're all linked together, right, The last right, of the Tormes. We're all linked together. It's some sort of Genghis Khan or Adam and Eve. I'm not sure. He had the flu and Andy Tormes. walked through a window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He, uh, Eric's right. He had the flu and got disoriented and then wandered through a window holding stakes. <laughs> and people laughed at him and he died from that. That's why we have decals on plate that's glass right. windows. That's why you can't have the flu and not have little rubber flowers on your windows. <laughs> I had a few birds commit suicide in the last couple months at my house. They're coming in at breakneck speeds, man. Put the decals up. Literally. I I figured out why that's why they call it breakneck speeds. (laughs) Because the birds come in and they're like, oh, there's a big-ass pigeon just laying there kind of twitching, and then he's done. They make you kind of proud that your window was so clean that they couldn't tell. 
uh, A, that. B, it makes me wonder, what would have happened if I didn't have that window? What was he thinking? Wow. Bird was like, I'm going in, man. He has to know he's going in something. Like, uh, you can't just go, there's an opening. It's... I'm not running the Death Star. He's not looking for the meter. Maybe he is. Maybe that's the thing. They're trying to figure out a way in. They smash into my house. To be your great grandpa reincarnated. What an idiot my great grandfather is. There they are. I found them finally. There's my grandson I never knew. (laughs) A clear opening exists. I'm going in as fast as I can go. I'm coming, boy. Yeah, well. Then, then the Indians have a dumb religion, too. They reincarnate you, give you a brain that can capably understand who your old relatives are, whether you've met them or not, and then throw you into a glass window. It's the same thing Chick-fil-A is asking us to believe. Cows united, recognized there was a problem, got into a circle and said, hey, we have to start a campaign. Somebody needs to be on the ad team, buy some billboards and make this happen. But they still can't spell chicken somebody needs to let him in <laughs> somebody the, needs uh, there had to be out. one cow the guy in charge going all right you you're in charge of marketing you get some billboards get on the sales team and call up and buy a bunch of billboards for us uh i'll get the paint i'll go over to pittsburgh paints we'll get some paint and then we'll work on an elaborate system to get up there and paint these billboards and now that guy can spell chicken why are they so stupid when it comes to just writing it down? They had to sign papers to get the billboards. I think about these things. Keeps you up at night. That's how one of the Supremes passed it. And now they're representing all cows. Huh? They're giving cows a bad name. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, Brady. This is my point. The illiterate cows that came up with this amazing plan to put a put an entire company out of business. To try to get... They recognize humans eat eat them. They had they they became self-aware. They were woke. They were trying to save their own lives. I wonder if the chickens can spell cow correctly. Yeah, that's the thing. And they should have a billboard campaign when one chicken writes out, F- you cows. Man, are we high? A little bit. <laughs> it's the new uh, WD-40 on all these arms we're not allowed to touch <laughs> John, God, we got yelled at for touching the equipment. God damn it for making you prove how old I am. Did you just call the Velvet Fr- Fog the Velvet Frog? He's the Velvet Frog. That was the nickname of the nickname. Because he looks like fog. a frog. It, there were two. What? It was look, the Velvet Fog. It was the Velvet Frog. Because it, when people got to look at him, they changed it all. I never heard of the fog. Mel Torme. He's the Velvet Frog. Yeah. yeah Why would he be him. the fog? It makes no yeah, sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. He's a velvet frog. Look at his face. The guy's half toad. He's amphibious. Uh, you got what? What are we doing? Hell yeah, has a new one. Oh right, yeah, three, three, three. He lived on a riverbank. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a lily pad as a home. That's where he did all his recordings. You might need to beep a <laughs> word or two. I'll get it, or not. Brand new. I can't find the lyrics. Yeah, so. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hope. Brand new. Hopefully, it's as simple as the Joel Osteen band because I could sing along to those songs in the first verse. No cussing. That surprised me. Yeah, they did a lot. Actually, you missed it. Oh. You were just too into it. <laughs> I think the one thing was raise up your f- fists. Those things, man, was tight. Uh, all right, here we go. It's a Hell Yeah's new one. 333. Three, three. And uh, I haven't heard it yet either. So here we go together. It's 98KUPD. Go. 
That's faith no more right there. Epic at 716 in the morning sickness. And uh, time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. And it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. March Madness upon us. I do believe. Yeah, I have that there. I do believe that the Sun Devils. you got to give Bobby Hurley a lot of credit. He's taken a kind of a wasteland of basketball potential and turned it into a thing that's, you know, two years in a row they're in the... Uh, in the NCAAs, that's the first time that's happened since 1980. This is Arizona State University. This is not Grand Canyon. This is the, this is one of the bigger universities in the West, and it couldn't make it couldn't crack it in a basketball state for most of that time. There was no football here. There was no baseball here. We were the Suns, and we were basketball. And U of A dominated, and that should have never happened. Bobby Hurley's kind of turning it around over there, so you got to give him a little props. Hopefully. They can make a little noise, bounce St. John's tomorrow, get in there, knock Buffalo out, and then make a little run here. It'd be kind of neat. They're qualified. They've beaten really good teams, and they've lost to really bad teams. They don't make any sense. But that's what's fun about the tournament, and you can get involved over there at Hooters, uh, simple as can be. If you bring your spring training tickets, too, you can uh, go over to your favorite Phoenix Hooters or your least favorite Phoenix Hooters. It doesn't matter. And you'll still get six free wings. Some exclusions apply. Occasionally, it's wings. <laughs> wings not included. I still don't know what that means. Some exclusions apply. I brought my ticket. I get six free wings. Maybe it's a judgment mm. call. I don't like yeah, you. I don't like this guy. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not giving you any. I'll give you four wings. I've excluded two wings. That's awesome to have that power. Yeah, it would be pretty great. The velvet rope at, at Hooters. Uh, but you can go down there and do that and then catch all the basketball action this weekend. It's a great tournament, a lot of fun, the best sporting event, uh, I think, going. Single elimination, knockout round. That's amazing. All the way through for uh, three or four weeks of your life, you get to watch this thing, and it's absolutely great. So check it out at Hooters or head to spring training and uh, see if your ticket excludes you from all those wings. It's free six wings. It's not bad. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Happy National Let's Laugh Day. Okay. Are there days where we're trying not to? Yeah. Let's keep it pretty somber day. Aren't all days let's laugh day? Let's try to at least get a laugh in. In April, there's uh, National Revenge Day, which is... I'm just kidding. That's not... I saw a woman on the Hoarders show who uh, actually said the phrase, I'm not... uh, Like, I don't care for laughing. Like she did, like she didn't think it's that. not like for me. Funny was not for her. Like I'm like, wow, that's what an odd brain. Because she's been teased her whole life. Probably true. Yeah, I didn't stick around because once I saw her mouse-infested hole of a home, I turned it. I can't watch that stuff. But yeah, she basically said it's you know everybody acts like life's this romp in the park, and I'm just not you know I don't. I, she's very serious, and I don't really think laughing's a big thing. I think a couple of farts would heal, heal that. Farts? Yeah, she'd start laughing. Or jokes. Fart jokes. Farts are funny. <laughs> Not to her, Brady. <laughs> she didn't find them amusing. Just a, Maybe another, that was it. Another bodily function. And besides that... Scarred by her dad. I don't think it would bother her because she lived in a house filled with <laughs> so... Yeah, she's used to it. She doesn't care about the funny farts. Not gonna laugh. Her own feces was in the cabinets. <laughs> That's when I tuned out. The exterminator went in and said, we have mouse droppings everywhere, as thick as the, the, the uh, inside the cabinets on the counter. There's a layer. There was a layer as thick as the actual cupboard. And he said, in this bag, I don't Free know what eights. this is. And he goes, okay, this is human feces. So she was bagging it up and stuffing it in the 
I don't I don't cabinets. know how you watch this stuff. I don't. I don't watch the hoarders is like the way you feel about pimple popper is the way I feel about hoarders. That it it makes my skin crawl. Uh, I can't imagine being so. And they always say that like the lady, your wife wanted to do that whole be an organ organization oh, yeah. professional. I thought yeah. she was. Like yeah. she started a business, a professional organizer. Crying. Until you realize you're not just going to somebody's desk and tidying up yeah. their paper clips. You go into their house and you deep into their stuff. Shovel up their hours uh, and hours and hours. You shovel up their wipes that they've been throwing on the floor for the past decade. And this lady didn't have running water, so she wet wiped herself clean every morning and just tossed it on the ground. I always think about that Ugh. cruise because they have their their businesses or to clean up those hoarder houses. Yeah, they have to wear the masks uh, and all that. Yeah, and, uh, you're and in glove, hazmat suits. Glove up to the elbow. What an awful job. Sure. Well, the one they opened up a closet. The lady had a bunch of cats and she was hoarding. They opened up a closet, and there was like this weird liquid all over the ground, and it was like there's some sort of a chemical here and then oh no wait these are just dead cats that have kind of gelled because they've been laying under all this paper get that snow shovel and it turned into this weird gooey gel the dead cat bodies that were stacked on each other lady lived there for like 15 years i can take the first 10 minutes of hoarders and i just get antsy and get out of there got a couple of tuesday morning fun facts ricky gervais was in a new wave group oh yeah in the 80s called uh Siona Dancing. Did you ever see the uh, videos of that? More to Lose is the song. It was Hilarious. a huge hit in the Philippines. It's a, it's, he, it's Wham, basically. He's in a Spando Ballet type Wham band. And it's pretty funny to watch because he's doing the dance. And you, you'd swear Ricky's gay when you watch this. S-E-O-N-A Dancing. Siona Dancing. dancing. Yeah, I've seen the video for this. I remember it. It's kind of a it's very 80s looking. But he's in the black t-shirt and He's thin. He looks good. He's in shape. Can you find it? Just Google Ricky Gervais band singing. Siona dancing. The Hard Rock Cafe is owned by the Seminole Tribe in Florida. Yep. They bought all the restaurants, hotels, and casinos in 2006. I, I forgot what the, but they bought them all for just under a billion. Wow. There it is. You got it? It's Ricky and his boyfriend. Oh, these are... That's a bunch of... That's a was that it? Oh, you know, compilation. find him within it. Okay. That's it. There he That's is. It. Yeah, there's Ricky Gervais. <laughs> this is so 80s. He's got the flock of seagulls hair and... He's in an 80s white jumper. Yeah. That one kid's Almost. having a good time. Oh, my God. That's just embarrassing. Poor Ricky. What's he say about it? Is he? No, oh, he laughs about it. He's like, look, that's what I did. It was fun. Oh, Canada only became the official Canadian national anthem in 1980. Really? What were they singing before? The official anthem before that was God Save the Queen. No kidding. Oh. So they had to learn a whole new song. Well, they had to find a Canadian to write one. Right? Well, they had to tell. Yeah, that's true too. It was written by Katie Lang. Is that right? no? <laughs> so it's lesbian. That makes sense. Stupid Canadians. 1980. How do you, can you imagine that? If like all of a sudden they're like, we've got a new national anthem. Everybody learn it. Sporting events are going to be different now.
they probably were trying to get that done a while. You think? There yeah. had to be backlash. Since they're a British colony, they wanted to be their own deal. Sure. I guess. Yeah, if we have backlash over the Confederacy, what are they? What's <laughs> right. their backlash yeah, they had to have over some fight new... <laughs> Hello, loyal subjects. I understand you're trying to change your song. Screw you. Hey, buddy. Look, buddy, we're singing to the leaf now, right? Not going to sing to you and your crown. Pow. Someone online asked people to name the dumbest, most embarrassing thing they believed as a kid. God. <laughs> oh, my God, Richard. <laughs> what a jerk. I mean, I agree, but with such conviction, you shout that. As first thing you to mind. I'll have to second that. Someone believed if you plucked a hair off your head and planted it in the ground, more hair would grow because hair... I think the dumbest thing I believed as a, as a child was that my nose was being stolen on a regular basis oh, by yeah, most of my relatives. Yeah. Limes were just lemons that weren't ripe. That's pretty stupid. One uh, said that gravy was turkey blood. Oh. The guy behind that one said it was true until he, he mentioned it at work, and he was 25 years old at the time. And he still thought it was turkey blood. I used to think that butter turned into breakfast. Because that's how my mom started cooking all the time. There was butter in the pan. And I'm like, when does it turn into the French toast? I didn't really realize the process that was going on on the side. I just looked in the pan, and I knew that's where it came from. I was very young, three, four years old. But I remember asking my mom, when does it turn into the French toast? She goes, no, that's over here. And I think she probably wanted to call me a, a dumb C word. She Another kid said it. It's magical butter. Well, I would run away from the butter because it would pop. And then you get the grease splatter if you stood too close. So I never, ever saw the process. So I'd see her put butter in the pan, and then I'd leave, and then there was breakfast. So that was clearly the magic little square that turned into my breakfast. If you took a medicine for a condition you didn't have, it would give you that condition. If you took Benadryl, then you'd end up with allergies. Also, if you make a face, it'll stay that way. That a really skinny guy worked inside every traffic light pole. Switched the lights <laughs> from red to green. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, kids are flat stupid. Just flat stupid. There isn't a smart one amongst them. When you wander around saying, oh, he's so smart. It's like saying your dog's smart. It's the same exact thing. I used to call people dildo. When my parents would You didn't know? Yeah. And you called them that you because... Dildo. You're a dildo. Know. You yeah. just knew it was... Just was shouting it out man. the window. I don't know where I got it from, but I started calling people that. I have a guess. Trailer park? Probably. Yeah. Grandma's drawer? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, do, do uh, Grandma, be a there and go get my dildo. <laughs> no, Grandma's are dildo. Yeah. Top drawer. It's the one marked your real dad. Not what happened, you a-hole. <laughs> That's right. Now, now be a there and, and push Grandma's left leg away from Grandma's right leg. <laughs> my God. That's right. Now, be a dear. And lean that up against Grandma's nevers. Mm. More of that Jamie song. <laughs> Uh-oh, Grandma needs some batteries for your father. <laughs> That's where you learned it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for I don't know why, that why would you just shout dildo at people? I don't what know. What a little jerk. I don't know where I got it. <laughs> what, a, what a dick. There's a brutal flight again on Ryanair. Uh-oh. This happened in Glasgow. Uh, a fight 
opened up in, inside the uh, plane during the flight, and the guy ended up biting the other guy's nose off. Oof. They couldn't separate him in time for the... Jesus. Blood all over the flight. There was a little video. You can't, you can't really see the uh, nose being bitten off, but the guy was... They're running him down the aisle, getting him over there, trying to get the least amount of blood on the plane as he's... Yeah. You try to limit passengers' blood as best you can on all flights. You took a Legion, mm-hmm. and there was no bleeding or... No, it's very brand new, about clean it. plane. Still think it's a PSA plane that they've they've dolled up. They did a good job of it, then. They could fool a rube. <laughs> Allegiant, huh? The last right. time I flew it to this time, light years different. Yeah, I got new paint. So it works this time. Maybe next time it'll be different, but... Mm. They painted the seats. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they finally painted them on. Is that what that was on, on the... my clothes? Yeah. Were they real <laughs> propellers this time? Yeah. Uh yeah, turbines. I did think. they uh, did they I give think. you a chair or a bucket? <laughs> oh, the chairs are buckets for sure. Yeah. Yep. New ropes for seatbelts. Yeah. Did you have to share your seat this time, like last time? No, nope. didn't have to do that. We and no ass. chickens. Yeah. Is Alex still a lap kid? <laughs> Come on, buddy. Yeah. Just make it work. Best best deal in town. We'll find an open seat in the row next to us. Did the lady next to you say, "Be a dear and hand me my dildo"? <laughs> The Legionnaire. Here you go, ma'am. Dildos fly free. This company uh, asked Google, Siri, and Alexa 100 questions to see who would answer. The smartest. Them. Yep. And um, found out that... Uh, All three equally Alexa got 22 wrong replies out of 100. 25 for Google, and Siri had 43. Wow. I admire Siri, because when I ask her questions and she doesn't know, she says so. She doesn't take me down false roads. Like, hey, Siri, you got that? I don't know what that is. Oh, you've been absolutely no help at all. I'm sorry. Siri excels for uh, the basics, sending a text, composing an email, adding calendar items. I want Siri to be more um, cynical. Like when I ask her a question that's just me too lazy to Google, it's like, hey, Siri, where is Oso? And then she'd be like, oh, geez, if only there was some sort of machine that had been invented that could make you know where that is. (laughs) I'll do it. It's like when your wife, like, hey, will you get me a soda? Oh, sure. It's my dream to serve you. It's like, I want Siri to do that. I want her to be more of a woman. Really? You don't get enough of that? No, I don't. Because I can throw this one across the room. I've been watching a lot of old TV. Man, oh, man. There was a Barney Miller episode the other night, and this this guy had his wife with him, and every time she'd talk, he'd look at her, and she'd just cower like he was going to pound her. And the audience just laughed. Oh, man. Ah, hitting women is great. What? She knows her place. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of slapping women. And then there was an old Lone Ranger where uh, a guy sat down next to this boy at the dinner table. And he said, uh, he said, now you just watched me get into a fight, Billy, and that's no good. But I couldn't not fight that man. That would make me what? And Billy goes, ah. Uh, like you say, Billy. A sissy? Exactly. <laughs> this is the best life lesson I've ever watched on TV. And then Tonto saw a guy who had gray hair and a young face. And he goes, Kimasabi, men have old man hair and young face. And for no reason, the Lone Ranger just goes, <laughs> he's prematurely gray, Tonto. And then the episode just went on. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Didn't go into some kind of hair well, product? later, on a wanted poster, it said prematurely gray hair. 
And so it became important. But for like eight minutes, you're like, why did that just happen? Why did Tonto? Because they needed Grecian for him. Tonto's hilarious. And they call him Engine constantly. I just savage Engine, and he just stands and takes it. The notorious serial killer terrorized the streets of London more than a century ago. My favorite rapper. Jack the Ripper may have finally been identified by forensic scientists in Great Britain. Genetic tests published last week in the Journal of Forensic Science points to Aaron Kosminski, a 23-year-old Polish barber, who was one of the prime suspects at the time. They just couldn't get... Case closed. Has there ever been a Jack the Rapper? Had to be. Uh, this is a little follow-up on Mark Anthony Jones. Back in February, he uh, shot himself. Uh, he carried the 9 millimeter in his waistband, in front of the pants, uh, walking, uh, and it kind of switched position on him, so he reached down to adjust it. Gun goes uh, off, through the shaft, and out the scrotum. Uh, 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 He's facing a Class A misdemeanor weapons charge. Hasn't he been through enough? You shouldn't go to jail for shooting your own penis. And out the scrote. Oh, so it was nesting. When he did the shot, yeah. the pee-pee was nesting. Oh, man. Because we've all had the nesting. <laughs> Mine's nesting right now. Uh, yep. My insane beanbag is a nice little landing spot for my <laughs> flaccid wiener. It's nesting as we speak. It looks like a little bird sleeping. We'll and if I were to shoot, of... it would go through that whole system. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's got to face yeah. charges now? Yeah. I think you just pat that guy in the back of the head and say, don't put, get a holster. Go to 511 and get a Misdemeanor. Still, that's a fee. Since you asked, Jack the Rapper mm -hmm. used to be the world's largest hip-hop festival. Oh. Until apparently gunplay ended that. Well, that's how they all end. That's why we don't have a Source Awards anymore. Of course, that's how a rap concert ends. It goes for a couple years, people die, and then they stop it. Change where, locations. Where was it? Uh, the best line of this Orlando. article. It starts off the, the first thing. Spent blunts, bullet casings, broken bottles. <laughs> that's how the article begins. Sun loungers and trash littered the floor. Buena Vista Palace Hotel. <laughs> Beautiful view. They threw televisions, chairs, and fire extinguishers from the, the uh, balcony. Sounds decks. like a hell of a show. Bullet casings. 94. Wow. I put that ahead of spent blunts on things I've found. Do you? Yeah. Casings ahead of blunts? I expect weed at a concert. Bullet casings are always going to make me go, huh, wonder what happened here. <laughs> make you think you've chosen yeah. poorly. I was like, oh, this went bad. <laughs> It was no fire festival. No. God, that documentary is great. What a bunch of douches. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one is this a meteorologist posted a video of a cloud formation in the skies over the UAE. Looks like a massive flying saucer. It's called a fall streak hole. Okay. It's basically a large gap that forms in certain types of clouds. Oh, cool. Oh, that's really neat. Whoa. Yeah, I would believe that is... Uh... Visitors. Whoa. Explain that, flat earthers. That has something to do with a flat earth. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> the cloud, you moron. <laughs> we still have clouds even if it's flat. I'm 
I'm suddenly siding with the flat earthers. You said something so dumb that it made flat earthers go, please. How does that change an argument? Yeah, please, yeah, take that. that, flat earthers. Burnt sizzle. <laughs> Nailed them. We wouldn't have clouds on your flat planet. Why? Don't know. I don't understand anything. And the uh, final radio video. Some of my favorite uh, wedding activities. When the groomsmen are standing up and you get one that faints. The best man faints on this. No, During yeah. the, I think it's the uh, bridesmaid's song to the couple. Oh, she's hitting all the notes. This was a good idea. She's crying. Oh, it's a beautiful thing that's happening. I get to love you. <laughs> He's horrible. Face first, no break. Hold on, look, he's there in a matter of seconds. Oh no, he's wobbling. Out he goes. You know what? I just started cussing. That's the best wedding ever. It is. Why can't I be at these? You know, I, I fainted again. at a wedding, my aunt's wedding, I fainted. Did you, well, you were a kid? Yeah, my equilibrium was off. I needed to have surgery. Oh, my goodness. From right all here. that dildo toe. Yeah, it was. <laughs> was your, like, right before you went down, it's grandma's dildo. Oh, uh, look, he peed himself. Of course but he we were, peed it, himself. His body quit. It was, uh, you stay in there for so <laughs> damn long. He peed himself. <laughs> yeah, if it's a Catholic wedding, oh, yeah. I'd rather sleep through that. It's weird how many people faint. Yeah, my, uh, my... We had one face plant about the same... Man, that's a fall. Your stance when that guy was... It wasn't the best man. It was one that on the inside fell, and it was right... On, someone just picked him up, sat him on the front Where? for 10 seconds, and they got back up, back in line. You know how my buddy, oh, Rusty Bland, uh, rallied up. Yeah, my friend's uh, nephew almost caught fire at a Catholic wedding because they had all five <laughs> of us standing up there. Like, and they tell you, like, keep your knees bent or you'll pass out. I'm like, yeah. you guys know this is boring. Just speed it up. If you have to warn people you're going to drop out, then you're Come doing on, it. You it's your fault. And you knew there's a uh, possibility of but I, fainting. Look, so the, the little guy, Brad, starts to wobble a little bit, and there's candles behind us, and I'm not paying attention. Uh-oh. And I look over, and Brad starts falling back, and his dad, Brian, caught him. And then I had my hand on him, too. And then the fire is like like we have to lean him up against the giant candle display that was right behind him for a second and move him off. Like Brad would have caught on fire if he'd have fallen back, which would have been the best part of the wedding because weddings stink. <laughs> that, that noise you hear is a man's face. That, and it's all concrete. Oh, oh, and his suspenders fly on. Still crying. Finish the song. Oh, yeah. So she's still... Oh. Mm. No, I think that's wood. I think that's... Thank God that's a wood stain. Sure? Yeah, it's a stair. It looks no, like, like concrete. stained concrete. Yeah, it might be. You know, I'm glad... I think she... it's going into the gazebo. It's a I'm glad the singer, the closest one there, helped out. Yeah, no. She's got a line left. She's still crying. She couldn't get her... We need a... No, we need Man. Everybody in that yeah. wedding's thinking you know that what, guy for fainting. You know what Brady would have done? <laughs> let's, let's get out of let's here. Let's get to the reception. Let's get out of here. Grab some of that food oh, on the way yeah, out. Yeah, the guy's covered in his own pee as he leaves. Did he? Oh, my God. Did he pee himself? Yeah, he had to. His body gave out. That song was horrible. That's what you call yellow noise. And it wasn't racist because she's Asian. It's just because she, she sings to where your body quits and you piss yourself. It's the worst song Why ever. Why did you show him exiting? <laughs> that guy just... Well, uh, 
the best wedding video ever. I would. That's the only time I'd ever say, "Let's watch the wedding video again." I know. I have a story for a long yeah. time. And every Friday, I think every Friday I'd look at my wife and go, "Let's watch the wedding video." Oh my God, you love me so much. No, I want to watch Brad take a face plant while Ching Chong sings. Or the time Brad broke <laughs> his <laughs> face. <laughs> watch, this is right where yellow noise happens. Bunk. And right there's Brad pissing himself. Great idea having your friends sing. Can you sing, Chang? Oh, sure. Very good. She wrote a song for him. Yeah, it's a great one. She really worked on it. Piano man, just play something. I'll sing along. I bet you I bet she told him, I'll write you a song and I'll sing it. And then, like, the day before, she hadn't written anything, so she just, like, winged it. I had a blank piece of paper in front of her face. And that dude's face hitting that thing is worth watching over and over. Weddings are awful. Speed it up. Speed it up. Catholics, you have been doing it wrong the whole go. People are passing out at your event because they're bored. You need to change the event. Period. It's nobody's fault but yours. We have to do a two-hour mass, and then... Yeah, can't you cut the readings out and Kill all Kill it. Yeah. Why do I have to go read from the Bible? I had to go to a friend's... Ten uh, relatives get to do a reading. I, I know. Everybody gets to uh, get to a line. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They did the drown the baby thing at the Catholic Church once, and I had to go watch that. And uh, it was a Sunday, and the, even the priest came out, and he goes, I know everybody wants to get out of here because there's football. <laughs> and you get Sunday. It was like your day. They, just, right. they just sprinkle the Catholic ones. Huh? They just... I didn't, I didn't pay any attention. The Foley dropped once or the... I was there in support Baptist? because I was oh, asked. Oh, man. Don't care. Dunk tanks. I was bored beyond belief. Good one is where the, the, the pastor throws the ball and dunks the person. Yeah, dunk. dunk tank it. Make it fun. Make everybody have a chance to baptize your baby. Put it in a little basket like Moses and then have people chuck baseballs at it. And if it's worthy of being God's child, somebody will hit the target. If not... He's a devil baby, and he lives with original sin for the rest of his life. Speaking of baseball, Mike Trout just signed a 12-year deal worth $430 million. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> a dozen good. years. Does that include part of the team? That is almost half a billion dollars. <laughs> He's an angel for life. How much guaranteed? All of it. It's already Moreno. It's already Moreno, too. Unbelievable. And you know why it is? Because you dumbasses just spent a hundred bucks to watch minor leaguers play spring exactly. training. Half of that deal comes from the spring training nonsense. They've ruined spring training. Eighty dollars to go watch Prices minor just league went baseball. Up. Please, it's cheaper to fly to Albuquerque and watch the Isotopes, and that's minor league baseball. You get a hundred dollar ticket. You throw in twelve bucks at the game. You can sit anywhere you want. You watch minor league baseball, and you leave. Cost you two hundred bucks either Watch way. Watch Tebow hit a couple of dingers. Yeah, go do that. <laughs> God, if I was a pitcher in the minors, I would throw him right through Jesus' son's face. Who's the mayor of Ding Dong? That's Travis Shaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ding Dong City. Anyway. Ding Dong City. <laughs> so right now, look at your kid as it uh, it limps its way through junior high, and just know that you didn't get a special one like Mike Trout. They're few and far between. Your little special angel, not so special. Average, run-of-the-mill, piece of kid.
He just blew away every contract Four, ever signed. 30. That's a lot of money. There was a debate on whether 300 was a little high. <laughs> man, oh man. Get your kid back into baseball, Richard. And I don't I don't want to hear it anymore about twice. parents pushing their children. Are you kidding with 430 million dollar paydays? Push me, daddy. You were mean. You made me play baseball. Oh, yeah, that was really rough on you, wasn't it? I didn't want to. Uh, well, you know what? It was for your own good, you little jackass. Get him even in those E-games. I'm not saying everybody's getting 430, but even the crappy players are going to be pulling 20 a year soon. Jesus. I can't even do the math. What's 12 into 400? <laughs> what is it? Three. It's a lot. It's like $38 million yeah. a year. Yep. Oh. It's good money. He's very good. Thirty-five point eight three million <laughs> yeah. a year. Yeah. Yep, that's great. I can rest on that. Thank you. Jesus, that's impressive. I'd still rent. Look, you need to start. And they have this big push to get ladies in there, to get women in baseball. Yeah. You start forcing Kirby to do more stuff. This this whole let you do what you want thing's over. The paydays are in baseball. You got a kid right now. Winston's got a son. You tie that right hand to his leg, and you make him a left-handed. He'll make twelve million dollars just accidentally. Man, that hurts my soul. I want to try harder, and I'm too old. You could do it, John. I can. Put your mind to it. I think I can. That's not true. uh, There's several people who've stood on top of buildings with their mind on flying. It's never once worked. Uh, it's 7.46. Uh, there you go. Man, that's some late-breaking news. Mike Trout has half a billion dollars to play baseball. Wow. Anyway, enjoy your job today. It's Wait for the fun <laughs> breakdowns. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know what? That money, oh, he could buy. I don't want to hear any of that. He deserves it because that's the going rate. But it really, as these slugs drive by our building right now, and you realize we're just the bees and the ants in the farm, you're not special. None of you. <laughs> not a one of us. I'm with you. We just service the queen. God damn it, that's a lot of money. Uh, it's seven forty-seven. There you go. That's your uh, that's your Brady report. Now head to work and earn your thirty k. It's ninety-eight. That's where I was having beers with Brennan and Wally's. That's where I go. Uh, it's eight oh five. That's where we all were. Uh, it's, I, why? How come we weren't invited to the Brennan night, Brady? How come I usually get a quick hello? Brennan done with me? No, this was a frat bro only. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, you see. have to know the secret hand. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, I understand. Well, that makes more sense as adults. <laughs> do you have to like go to a restaurant and like there's a secret opening, like a yep. bookcase opens yeah. up Skulls. and you go to the back? Boy, oh boy. Brady, if we don't have people who know the handshake, I don't want to talk to him tonight. I'm a grown man. <laughs> These are things I demand. So, uh, Tom we Brandon. We paddle each other. Did you, play, oh. did you do some reminiscing with... Did you haze each other before the yeah, salads got bit. there? That's good. How is Tom? Is he good? Yeah. Is he in town still? Leaves today. All right. Last game and then... We're an invite. It's a nice... Usually I get to go uh, to one of those drinking sessions with you and the boys, and this, this year, nothing. Yeah, he only came out two weeks, though. Yeah, that's plenty of time. I'm only going to take up about an hour of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think it's... We only hey. had a fortnight, John. I don't know how... We wanted to spend days together. No, well, I, I got three more than you did. Three times? No, no, no. Three oh, oh, hours. Oh, 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 yeah, you crushed it for three I wouldn't have stayed that long. Yeah. That's an awful lot of Brenneman barking. But uh, anyway, so he's in and out. Uh, I got a beef. I got two beefs. I got to I got to go. So they built this brand new amphitheater right down the street from my house at a middle school. 
So they keep talking about how schools have no money and anything else. This is thing, that the Madison. Yeah, Madison complex. Nine. I it went by it the other day. Unbelievable! Like, it's been about a, Yeah, it's been about a year and a half of them building this thing, and you're like, what are they doing here? It is. It is on par with like the marquee. It is a massive structure of sound, and they're gonna have. And they're like concerts are coming to town and all this stuff. So as I'm driving by about uh, over vacation there on last Thursday, I see a sign on the side, March twenty something, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I'm like, the Chili Peppers are doing, because they said they're going to do special uh, one-offs all the time for charities and things like that. And this thing had to cost millions of dollars. So I'm driving, I'm like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are doing that amphitheater is equipped for that kind of stuff. And that's unbelievable. So I go online, I'm like, I'm going. I can walk to this thing. It's less than two miles from my house. I'll hoof it down there and watch the Chili Peppers in this brand new junior high auditorium. Well, God damn it all if it isn't the Red Hot Chili Pipers. And I oh. didn't notice that until after. And you dropped $400 on tickets. <laughs> I, I threw $3,000 for front row and a meet and greet, but I get to hang out with the Pipers afterward. The Chili Pipers. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know what you're doing. Nobody drives by a marquee and sees Pipers when they've seen Red Hot Chili. It's automatic. Your brain fixes that for you. But this thing, I swear to God, this thing they've built is uh, screw you and your teachers don't get enough money. Somebody spent the money in the wrong area because that place is magnificent. It's I went by gorgeous. it on Friday before the uh, Osteen. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, guess no more athletics there. Yeah, no, they, they took one of the softball fields out and then moved another one over. And that was a parking or something. I have, it looks like a university. It does. Now. It it's is major league. Real. And it's and they have events there constantly and they've got a parking garage that's got to have like fifteen hundred spots. You want to do a U Fest there? Yeah. I think maybe we should start abusing this. And we'll sweep the junior high kids out about three thirty. Roll the adult drinkers in. It, it's amazing. And I don't know how I mean, you know, of course they, I probably can't serve beer on a junior high campus. But this is Insanity. So if That's we're looking, when you start drinking beer in junior yeah. high. But again, and I started thinking that too. Donations. Who donated to the junior high? To Somebody make them love go, that junior high. I guess you, did you care about your Madison number nine? You don't ever go much? back to Rhodes and offer them some. I did some money? go back and I said, you know what? I've got a few hundred thousand dollars. I want to throw at something here. I loved Rhodes Junior High so much. I thought you bought towels. So oh, for Coach Lake. Yeah. yeah. If he's still alive, he's still creepily handing towels to naked boys. Nobody gets a towel till after you shower. We have to walk around naked for a little bit. That's right, you do. Act like a dragon. <laughs> you buy the towels that have your face on them, Holmberg. Yeah, that's right. Nobody gets a towel till they crawl to Coach Flake after the shower. Creepiest thing in the world. Yeah, but who gives millions of dollars to a junior high? No one. So there's something shady about this entire operation here. Completely. And who goes to the Red Hot Chili Pipers? That's terrible. Everything about it needs to go away. I didn't like it. That wasn't a St. Paddy's Day show? No, it was March 20-something. This week. 17. March 17. That's when St. Patrick's Day is. The Chili Piper's <laughs> different. Yeah. Different. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a taste of the Chili Pipers. <laughs> Which one's Flea? I don't know. They're all in... No. Okay. It's better kick in. Just a phone call up and it's like a spark in the cigarette. Shit. 
Don't up. Can I get these guys, Larry? They're like a week late. And the bagpipes roll in. Larry McFeely, everybody. I don't know if you uh, remember or not recently when uh, we saw on the marquee out in front of that school. Yeah. Food can drive. Is that where that was? Food can drive. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. That's right. Larry was high, and he pointed that out. Oh, yeah. Never knew not it. now, then. Food can drive. That's right. On, the, on a school marquee? That's ridiculous. That's Food right. Can drive. Food can drive. <laughs> kind of funny. Here's the Chili Pipers. Hey, they're getting it done. Yeah, if you enjoy massive amounts of bagpipery, yuck. Who doesn't? No one. What? That's why people left Scotland. That's why the whole country failed. That baby's younger brother yeah. is in the red hot <laughs> That guy's getting all the puss. <laughs> oh, the chili pipers, you bastards. You fooled me completely. Anyway, I don't want to see that anymore. But yeah, so if you're looking around for uh, where your tax dollars have been wasted, look no further than the massive auditorium that they've built on a junior high. Yeah, they're making it back, babe. Still, can you think in the peppers no, are no. coming? I, 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 I'm wise to it now. I didn't buy those tickets. Five bucks? That seems reasonable. Chili Pipers, sons of bitches. Then on vacation, I was watching this thing, uh, this indoctrination channel for kids. And I think it's called the Indoctrination Network, uh, where they're teaching young teens how to talk to girls in the, you know, the modern age. Uh, I guess actually uh, older teens. Like, as you're entering college, you're going to want to blah, blah, blah. So you start talking. Here's how you approach a woman. And it's funny because Mike Rimbrex just sent me a thing that was a, kind of a joke meme that reminded me of this. Uh, they were encouraging the young boys to walk up to a girl and not just ask her name, but what gender she is. <laughs> That's a new modern way of hitting. So, are you a man or a woman? That's no longer offensive. Better safe than sorry. That used to get you a drink thrown in your face. Excuse me, ma'am or a woman? Not today. Before yours, we go sir. any further. Yeah, what are you exactly, a man or a woman? Not today. Nope, that is a... I wish I would ask it before I asked that girl at the Margarita Rocks. Yeah, the one again, the, the white t-shirt content. If I would have said that first, I would have been okay. But she's out to fool you. This was just because you don't want to offend her. She may identify differently. Someone completely looking like a woman needs to be asked right off the bat. Now, had you wandered up to that person and said, I don't know what you are, so I'm going to go ahead and ask. It's offensive. I think it's an offensive weapon. Nope, not to the future. The future is now. So it's not what's your sign. How are you? I'm going to ask that to everybody. Yeah, I am too. Neander Paul when I My see name's John. How are you identifying? Gender fluid? <laughs> you have a long pony. Pan. Yeah. Pan gender. Yeah, when I walk up behind Paul, I'm going to say, excuse me, ma'am or sir. Because it's 2019, that's no longer offensive. Right. I'm going to abuse this. <laughs> This can work. I'm going to use this every day of my life. Excuse me, ma'am or sir. Hey, you son of a bitch. 2019. It's a cool thing to do. I like it. Yeah, and I'm going to nail it a lot, too. And it's never going to be just one. I'm going to do both. Excuse me, ma'am, sir, or unidentified. So what if it's, um, I guess, the one you're not looking to identify with? What do you mean? They say I identify as a man. Then oh. do they teach you to step away, or, well, or they if, did, if that doesn't agree? They with didn't you? get into that. I watched yeah. for a few minutes, and basically, it always be get an out insult. <laughs> no, yeah. it always went well. Like the, the 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 whole project always went great. Like a guy would walk over and goes, "Hi, what's your name? I'm Shady Rachel. Hi, Shady Rachel. Are you a man or a woman? Ah, uh, well, I haven't even looked today. Let me see. I'm a woman today. 
Oh, hey, good. If she's I'm not interested, in she could lie to you, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Quick way out. I got a big one. I got a big old, big Rooney. <laughs> Although, if she does that, then you could be into that. Yeah. And... Well, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, I want to get dorked tonight <laughs> by someone that I can't really tell has a big Rooney or not. Darn it! I like the curveballs. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna just hang around Circle K's today and just wander up to the gas. Excuse me, ma'am or sir. Is Mark Randall here? Yet? Let's ask to, him yeah, when he that, walks in. That used to be a real dick thing. I gotta to do. do it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, not so much. Now it's now you're progressive. Now we got a free pass. Look yeah. At it. Yeah. Look at the bright side. Oh, I saw the bright side, but I also saw the reality of it. Is you're gonna take a few punches before this thing gets yeah. really clear. That's assault. <laughs> well, that's right, and then you're going to make some cash. This is a quick way to make some money. Excuse me, uh, sir or madam. <laughs> it's like the old—it's the old Monty Python joke when he walked up and said, uh, "Excuse me, ma'am." Sir. Oh, sorry. How could I possibly know it was a? My name is Dennis. You could have asked. I couldn't know your name was Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> madam. Sir. Yeah, it's terrible. So, Excuse and, me, person. And the joke that we've always made about Brady. Excuse me, little girl. I'm a boy. Now it's okay. Now that's a good thing. Now people are just guessing. Now you know. Every day of your life now you can do this. And speaking of Circle K's, this just came across the big red bullhorn. Check this out. We were talking about this earlier this morning about washing windows and having old people walk into them because Brady walked into a window yesterday. This, this just came in. I work at a Circle K. I clean our glass windows just for that sole purpose to people fly into those windows. He makes English strong. He does. He does, but... But we got his message. Or her. We got or her message. Right. right. Sure. His or her message Person. was strong. They were good at their message. But yeah, so this guy works at a Circle K, barely strings sentences together, but his one objective every day is to keep the windows so clean that old people smash into them. Come on. Wonder what is uh, the all-time highest four or five? Yeah. How many did you get in one day? Call us oh. back. He did text in. He says I caught seven people with the window the other day. <laughs> there we go. Seven. That's, that's huge. a clean window. It's an empty display. Well, it goes back after every time. Yeah, and scrubs off the <laughs> scrubs off the people grease. Anyway, so today use it because I watched it on a TV channel over the break. I had the blocking pneumonia and I had nothing to do. Helping kids learn how to talk to each other. Because they can't, thanks to social media. And you walk up to a young lady, you, you assume, someone you're attracted to, and you ask them first, what are you exactly? Before we go any further, I'm going to need to know, uh, any or Audi, what do you got? And you got one that of was, them. What was the follow-up? So what do you say we get out of here and go? She actually said, thank you, I'm a woman. That's great. My name's Steven. I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Would you be interested in having dinner with me sometime? And then maybe I could fondle your Ah! That's not how Stephen should have handled that. No, it worked out swimmingly. You never take them to dinner. She was always happy he asked. Never feed them. They're like stray cats, the bitches. Once you find out it's a bitch, don't feed it. <laughs> if she identifies as a man, take her to a sports bar. Could you imagine the Give her letters. some wings. <laughs> feed it and f Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, you never feed one, for Christ's sake. Once you find out it's a woman, you buy it a drink, and you try to bet it right there in the bathroom. 
Could I get you a juice box? Yeah, it's embarrassing. So that's our future. That's what that's what they're being taught on uh, educational shows. I don't remember which channel it was, but I couldn't believe what I was looking at. Doesn't seem reasonable. Seems like it goes against all visual logic to even try to ask that question. Is anyone that progressive that they could wander up to somebody and ask that? I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what you are, Brady. Yeah. I'm just going to run with my thoughts. I'm going to go with instinct. How dare you assume? Yeah, you color me wrong. If I find out later, isn't it kind of your responsibility to go, by the way? Well, the ma'am. Rejection is rejection. Well, I mean, yeah, but again, that's somebody going through a thing. This was not. This was not an ambiguous situation. Rachel was clearly a girl, but Brady's clearly a man. But if I wandered over to Brady, I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on? And he said, got a puss. I'm like, I, I would have never. I'm sorry. Well, but you he should have asked. He, he could have a puss. He would have to, he would have to identify it because I'm going to go in thinking ma'am or man. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> I'm a boy. Yeah. Brody and Slim. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he is. <laughs> Bald woman. But I'm pretty much going to run with instinct on that. And I'm not going to insult you because it would be pretty rude for me. To go up and go, man or woman? Come on, dick. Yeah, I just I wanted to make sure. It's all the tact you take when you're asking yeah. a question. Come on. No, yeah, I like his you know. move of just eyeballing him before you say it. Yeah, look him up and okay, down. Up and down him. Man or, man or woman, what do we got here before I continue? Can I help you? Is it, um, how is it polite? I'm not done yet. Let me see. Before I give you some of the best conversation you've ever had. Yeah, the crocodile Dundee wandered over and grabbed that. Oh, this, this shield is a guy. That's now progressive. He was at least, he was very open to that. Anyway, have fun with that, kids. I'm sticking to the old school way, where I'm surprised at the day's end when a dingler dangler comes out after the BJ. Ugh, how embarrassing! <laughs> I have a friend who did that. He finished with it. him. He wishes he asked a question. Making out, doing the thing. See. Grabbing cans. Said he'd do it again. Yeah. Said he'd go back. <laughs> he did. I think it was great. You know, it was none the wiser until the until the panties dropped. And I'm like, well, this is not gonna I don't know where this slot goes now. <laughs> we have two we have two B's. We need an A. Hey, the uh, the workmanship on some of these. Oh, oh no, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. amazing. It's impressive. I, I could not tell with that girl. No. That's Sometimes, and that's fine. So I'm still going to go with instinct and just I'm assume. Gonna, are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that could get you in trouble. Yeah, well, I don't know that it would, because in this day and age. Rejection is rejection. Yeah. I'll just smack the top of his tip and go, not for me. But I, the rest of you looks great. I'll ask. I'll ask. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, eventually, once we're making out and stuff, it's like before I put my hand where I want it. <laughs> Any surprises in store? I've got balls. Okay, that's why I asked. See? Then you then you're not going to be as surprised if you ask a question. Good day to you. <laughs> Check please. Yeah, good day. And then you're a dick. No, well, I why thought because you you're now you're you're, you're not shunning that. Well, I guess not. That's okay. I was for a while. <laughs> you were for while you were making out. Dude, that chick got so hard that I had to leave. Yeah, maybe it's too big for you. Yeah, no, I can't take. I can't house that. Although you're on your way. <laughs> I am closer than I've ever you're been. You're training. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm thinking of the future, guys. Always one step ahead of the game. The future is trans. And you'll be the ones crying and bleeding, and I'll be just fine from all my training. <laughs> Firm enough. Firm. I get it ready. I knew she was a boy. Anyway, it was weird. So between the Chili Pipers, that billion-dollar facility, and this whole thing, I'm pretty sure I want it to stop. I'm about to step off. John, to go along with your theme... 
So then I should be able to identify other people as I see fit. If you're offended, then I'm offended because who That's are right. you to tell me how I identify My eyes are you? gender fluid. <laughs> they see what they want to see. And you can't tell me what I see and think. Yeah, we're getting into that area there. It's a deep pool. So, again, it's going to be fun for a little while, but you're allowed to do it now. It's, the door is open. You've got permission to ask people who are clearly one thing what the hell they are. And just watch their faces. That'll be the fun of the experiment. I'm just happy they're getting instructions how to face-to-face interact. Rather than when you see right. this person on the screen. Yeah, you know, I thought you were going to say emojis. Like, no, no, no. Send emojis This was actually other. being in public. That's good. And, that's like, a good step. Yeah, that's, that's a good step. Stepping away, from, stepping away from the iPad and actually you know, interacting with somebody. But they're so dumb that they don't even know what a girl or a boy is. You know. Then the next question is, how about that weather? <laughs> right. Odds are still in your favor that you nailed it with your first thought. But, you know, you got to be sure nowadays. Yeah. I, they didn't go to a follow-up line. Rachel liked Stephen, like, pretty much immediately. But you know what was funny about it, now that I think about it? Rachel never asked Stephen. Stephen went up as the courting gentleman and said, hello there. What gender are you? And then she said, I'm a female. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's great. Can I buy you a drink? And she never said, what the hell are you? She made an assumption. Yeah. Old-timey weasel. Get with the times, Rachel. Anyway, just part of my vacation. This is what we do when we're not working. Getting educated. I just stare at TV and hack up lung butter and go, what the hell's going on out there? I'm locking the doors. Uh, it's 824. We've got tickets so you can go see uh, Asking Alexandria, uh, a band that is going to do a little podcast with you. And we're going to start doing these things. That's pretty cool. Uh, I won't tell you... The surprises that are involved in the podcast, but Mark Randall and Larry have kind of lost their minds, and it's going to be hilarious. Is it just like a one-off podcast? Yeah, they're just going to do a little podcast for the station and then pop it up there, and listeners will be able to sit in and ask questions and do whatever. But the sit, the seating, is it's not traditional in the ways of like, here we are on a stage asking questions and answering questions. Uh, there's going to be something thrown in there. Mm. A clown. Dildo. Things like a clown, a dildo. yeah, a clown with a dildo. Mima's dildo will be rolled about, and if you're holding the dildo, you're allowed to talk. I love, I love it. a talking stick. But we, no, it's, we have all the good ideas. It's other stuff, and it's. Uh, I was like, what an interesting idea that nobody can be off guard the way that they're going to do this. So it's pretty neat. Uh, so we're going to give you tickets to that real quick in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. Black Sabbath, right there. Paranoid. It's 8:38, and Brady's friend Tom Brenneman, former announcer for the Diamondbacks, Fox. Sports football announcer and uh, Cincinnati Reds announcer. He's everything. He's everything. He's still doing college basketball. He doesn't do that anymore, does he? No. He's all done with that. He's too busy. Uh, he was in town, and uh, and uh, Brady and, and Tom went out to dinner. Yucked it up. Was Gracie with you at any point? No. Usually that's the group. Nope, it was just Tom and I and our boy Studley. Yeah. Usually that's, maybe that's why I'm not allowed to go anymore is because that's the group. And everybody talks about blowjobs they've had in the past. And then I say, oh, my God, I never realized how much uh, these guys got blown in their day back in the 90s and stuff. We and talked about Gracie a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why you brought up blowjobs. Some stories surfaced. blown away at the stories that are told about professional athletes, and then they're in my, I can't keep them to myself. Yeah, you have a big mouth. Well, that isn't about being a big, like, you know, you want to tell the tale, too. Like, hey, did you know it? Gracie did two at once. At this whole, you know, you don't know. The whole story comes rolling out. One of them turned out to be a fella. Just can't help yourself. Well, they're good stories. That's what the <laughs> world's all about is passing on some good stories. Uh, but Tom is uh, all about Brady while he was here. So the great Tom Brenneman joins us in just moments with his Name That Brady quiz. 
The answer will be one of several Brady options. Uh, and yes, start looking up who James Brady is because that'll be one of the answers. Uh, it's 839. If you want to play, 585-9800 will get you into this very exclusive podcast we're doing with Asking Alexandria. I don't know who's hosting. Is Fitz hosting? Is oh, that Larry? Shit. Oh, is Larry's, Larry's doing, doing this one. Oh, Larry's doing this one? Cool. All right. Yeah, it'll be great. So uh, this will be really cool, and you guys can get involved in this thing. And uh, the big thing is Friday, I believe, correct? Friday afternoon. Yeah, it's kind of all popped up on us. It's a really cool deal. Uh, so we're going to be doing this with a lot of bands that are coming rolling through town. Asking Alexandria is breaking the ice for us. So if you want the tickets... 585-9800. Name that Brady coming up next. There you go. It's uh, Guns N' Roses right there. 852 here in the morning sickness. And Brady's, uh, there you go. Brady's uh, friend and guest is uh, joining us in just seconds. Uh, Brady's frat brother, the great Tom Brenneman, is in the building right now. And he's, oh, his music started. Ready to go with his game, his favorite game, Name That Brady. Former voice of the Diamondbacks. Current voice of the lowly Cincinnati Reds. Serves him right. And the B team on Fox Football, unless uh, Joe Buck is busy uh, trying to get his daughter into USC. You know, Joe Buck's daughter was Olivia Jade's roomie. Tight. Tight. Again, she was getting into USC either way. She was friends with the Board of Regents guy, the billionaire that ran the school. It was going to be an easy walk. Yeah. I don't know what, don't know what all the money exchanged. Olivia was. Jade's going to be okay. Man, is she hot. I honestly didn't know yeah. who she rough was. Patch, but- She'll be fine. All she has to do is take her shirt off and pose for something on the internet. She'll be back. Coming, right? It has to. And it won't be the only thing. I got you. Oh, yeah. Tom Tom taught us that. Tom Brenneman's here, everybody. Let's bring him on in here. Tom, come on in. All right, all right. Welcome me to the show. Finally. A little class in this operation. (laughs) Tom. Oh, uh, Eric. Eric. It's great to see you again, Eric. Enough with Eric already. What's up, Tom? Hello. Brady, your friends <laughs> are talking. Up, we Lito. talked about Lito. this we, yesterday. Yeah. If I was to come on the show again, you would not let your friends talk to me. And here we go. Oh, high and mighty over there. There's another. There he goes. in ski already. Enough already. With the talking to me. Hey, Tom, look, a bird. A bird. (laughs) Would you look at it flying majestically through the air? Oh, like a Joey Votto home run with a huge launch angle. It's a bird. I think you're saying that wrong. And there's Joey rounding third. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, can that guy hit there's no doubt about it. The Reds are going to be better this year, Brady. Oh, yeah, they're looking That's good. That's right. And what is going to be better uh, this year is that I'll be in Cincinnati, and I've got my one day with Brady out of the way. <laughs> Thank God. Huh? Maybe two years. Year. Isn't Brady lucky that I still speak to him despite my massive success and his clear failures in life? Brady, I look at you as a lump of everything I never want to be. That's why we're brothers. That's why we'll always be brothers. You remind me that my life is an uninterrupted avenue of green lights. <laughs> Did he ask you for money or anything? Always. Does he? Always. Hey, he got the old thanks. alligator arms last night at the bar. <laughs> anyway, look, a flock of birds. Is there anything better? 
Larry Bird. Larry Bird was the greatest basketball player I've ever seen in my life. I can't even say Bird. I do say Bird. <laughs> anyway, let's play the game. Name that Brady. You got to get a haircut in ten minutes. Yeah, I've gotta, this quick. I can't. I can't be a part of your show for a long time. I'm very busy with all of my hair. That real? All of it. Oh, it's real. Jealous? A little bit. Of course you are. Go Cubs. You look like a turd. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the phones to people who I'm sure want to talk to me and play the game Name That Brady. Eric is on the line. Hey, another Eric. That's right. And just enough. when you thought one was enough, here we have a second Eric. Eric, how are you today? Good. How's it going, Tom? Going very well, thank you. Uh, welcome to the game Name That Brady. Are you prepared to play? Prepared. This year, I'm going to change my laugh to more of a deep SpongeBob. I like that. I can do it because I have that kind of control over myself. It's amazing. Brady, what did we have for dinner last night? We had a uh, grilled artichoke. Did we? Yeah. I didn't get any of that. Well, I ate most years. That's right. You guys are sharing plates now? Of course we share plates. Not intentionally. (laughs) If there's a plate within arm's reach, you're sharing with Brady. See, I've already incorporated the new laugh. I enjoy it. Eric, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, answer these questions and you'll win tickets to something. This Brady died of AIDS. Could be somebody from the Brady Bunch. Could be somebody from Brady's life. Named Brady. Anyone named Brady applies here. Brady Smith. Brady Smith is possible. So close. Hard to prove. Incorrect. Not the answer we were looking for. Drew is on the line. I'll change it up. All right. Are you there, Drew? I'm here. Welcome to Name That Brady. Who's your favorite Brady? Tom Brady. Incorrect. We're looking for Brady Bogan. Thank you. Yeah, fired. I mean, he's sitting right here. That was a softball. Should have been. That hurt. Nick, are you there? Nick is on the line. Nick, welcome to Name That Brady. Yes, hello, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing quite well, Nick. What is it you do for money? Oh, I sell drugs. Good for you. (laughs) At least he admits it. Well, get her. Target audience. That's all I have to say about that. Tom, you ever chased a dragon? <laughs> of course I've chased the dragon. How do you think I tolerate nights with Brady in March? <laughs> Brady drives you home, right? That's nice. I smoke a pound of fentanyl in the car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> as far as I've known since about 1977, Brady's been a small dragon. <laughs> Magical power. Funny, amazing. funny dragon. Yeah. You can't say it about yourself. He considers himself funny. Yeah. That's great. What else are you? Handsome? Yes. You know, I'll tell you this. There isn't anybody more fun to hang out with than Brady. And if you don't believe me, just ask Brady. Here we go. This Brady's rich employee pays to get hand jobs. I'm going to go with Dirty Joke Brady. Ooh. Correct. Another simple. Game? I don't understand the game. that you guys don't understand it. We'll simplify it. 
Try not to suck. This will be a good one. Jesse, are you there? Jesse, are you there? Probably forgot their own name. Jesse, are you there? I think Jesse put us on hold. All right, let's move on to the next one. We'll go with Adam. Adam, are you there? Yes, sir. Welcome, Adam. Yep. All right, here we go. Good luck to you. Name a Brady. Name a Brady? Are you Bogan? That's exactly right. We got one. one. That's one. We're off and running with your IQ audience probably hanging (laughs) around 70. All right. This Brady took a bath with his naked, horny aunt. Brady Bogan again? Brady Bogan is correct again. That's two. The hot tub. (laughs) There is no doubt in anyone's mind ever, medically or otherwise, just the eye test tells you that this Brady will die from blood pressure problems. (laughs) Third time's the charm, Brady Bogan. Third time's the charm indeed. (laughs) Well done. Adam gets something. Do we have the one contestant on the line? See if oh, we can make no. that. Try another one here. Let's get another one, and then we'll get that one going. We'll get two more contestants. Try one more here. Eric, grab the phones for me, if you don't mind. Get get uh, line one. Mitch, are you there? I am. Mitch, welcome to Tom Brenneman's Name That Brady. Have you ever had dinner with Brady? I've not. Me neither. I've only watched him eat. <laughs> All right, here we go. Good I luck. can see that. I we'll can see that. Try another one. This Brady's incredibly well-off employer pays for hand jobs. That would be Tom Brady. Tom Brady or nice. Brady Bogan also would have been correct. <laughs> this Brady from the show had a doll named Kitty Carryall. Uh, Brady Bogan? Incorrect. Oh. Looking for oh, from the show. Cindy Brady. Yeah, Brady is not on that show. Different We're show. A different show. And finally, let's sorry about that, Adam. We're gonna let you go. One more contestant, I believe, lives on line five. Are you there, contestant five? Yes, sir. You are the third <laughs> caller to get through. <laughs> you enjoy looking in the sky at what, sir? Pretty bogan. <laughs> Incorrect. We were looking for bird. <laughs> What is the base after second? Third. Third is correct, sir. (laughs) All right, let's see if you can play the game properly now. This Brady walked into a window like a dementia patient just 24 hours ago. (laughs) That would be Brady Bogan. Brady Bogan is correct. (laughs) Thank you. All right, let's try this one. This Brady was force-fed a bullet meant for President Reagan. James Brady. James Brady is correct. Well done. That was a curveball, too. Sharing a name with the middle son on the show, The Brady Bunch, was the first sheriff of Pinal County. Oh, boy. Wow. You got me there. Come on. Brady Bogan. No, 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 no. Brady Bogan was not the middle son of The Brady Bunch. 
Who was the and first? The oh, yeah, you got it. I think was it, there was, was it, uh, well, wait, well, I'm trying to just think of the, the names. Yeah, yeah, well, right? Bobby, the older, let's right? break it down. The first one. Yeah, Peter, Peter. Peter was second. That's right. So first was Bobby. Second was Peter. Third was Greg. Third. That's correct, is it not? Yes, it is. Caller, I didn't get your name. My name is Tom. Mine is, too. <laughs> well, it's nice to talk to you, Tom Brenneman. It's nice to talk to you, Tom Brenneman. You've never sounded better than you are today. It's a little bit congested. As we close in on the third, the 23rd of the third month of the year. That's right. Look, everybody, it's the real Tom Brenneman on the phone. Playing the game. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Enough already. What are you going to do already. with this nonsense? So how come I wasn't invited to this year's dinner? I loved I loved the uh, – don't ask me. Ask Brady. You know, I mean, I come into private, town and I want to hang out with my main band. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, we got to have a, a get-together where, you know, all is there, stays there. You know how it goes, John. I know. And it doesn't make any sense. But you said you want to have dinner with your main man, and I wasn't invited. <laughs> So you got stuck with Brady eating half your artichoke. That's exactly right. In fact, not uh, not half the artichoke. That would be three quarters of the artichoke. <laughs> well, you're, you're not getting our much. Suddenly ate the other third. That's right. That's right. All right, uh, Tom. So uh, good. How was spring this year? Did you enjoy yourself? It was great. I've only been out a couple times. I was out four days last week, and both times in, I had the pleasure of having uh, dinner with my I was in last week, and my wife and I came in for a couple days, and then she had to leave yesterday, so Mr. Bogan and I were out a little bit last night. There you go. Right. You have some good times out there. And, uh, How are you and doing? I'm doing all right. I've had walking pneumonia, so I'm just I'm getting over that. Ooh. Yeah. Well, good. you asked. <laughs> you know, well, I know, no. I know. I'm so I'm just sorry that you're going through that. Did you uh, did you happen to listen earlier that the new appropriate way to approach a woman at a bar is to ask her her gender? I did not hear that, yeah. but that's what I'm being told, at least in the press every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And evidently, they're teaching yeah. young kids. Like, yeah. you have a young son. Do you think it would be appropriate to ever tell him to wander up to a girl and go, Hi, uh, my name's Nathan, or whatever your kid's Luke. name is. Are you a girl or a boy? <laughs> Luke. <laughs> I tell you what, if he's having to make uh, make that decision by asking somebody, then maybe he and I ought to have a conversation <laughs> that would go down a different avenue. Luke's instincts right might not be that. too uh, too strong, is that's what you're saying. Yeah, I think you, you want to be on his game long before that conversation. <laughs> that's true. Well, you're leaving now. Uh, tell me uh, what it's going to be like to broadcast another 162 games of a fourth place team. A fourth place team is that what you said? That's where the Reds will finish. They they will not finish in fourth place this year. 80? They're going to be better than your Cubby. Oh, you want to put some? Hey, I like making bets, Tom. I don't know if you've heard recently, but I like making bets. If you're all right, interested, what, all right, let's make a bet. Let's go, Brady. Tell him what my bets are. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he knows the last one. Yeah. Joel Osteen. Yeah, Osteen. Want to bet? Oh boy! <laughs> you want to bet plugs? No, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere near that topic. Yeah. When I heard it last night, I almost had to leave. He was thinking like dinner or lunch or something. I'll bet you whatever you want. I bet you the Cubs have a better record than the Reds. Okay, you got it. What are we going to bet? I don't know, Brady. What, what is dinner it? the next time in town? But, but, well, dinner, Porkopolis. Uh, yeah. be in, uh... No, I want a good dinner. <laughs> All right, good dinner. Whatever you yeah. want. Whatever right. you want. I'll stay drag, drag my ass to Porkopolis. Well, I can steak get that 44. anytime I want. Yeah, we'll go to Steak 44. A good, a good Steak 44 okay, dinner next time here. You got it. And, got it. And I'm that's on. it. And how, many, how many games do you think the Reds are going to win? 
I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win ninety. You think they're a ninety-win team with that young pitcher? I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be hard for for teams to win a lot of games in that division. I wouldn't be surprised to see a division champ in the Central, which is by far the best division, at least on paper. Yeah. Going into the season in all of baseball, and, and you play each other nineteen times. I mean, the Brewers are really good. The Cubs are really good. The Cardinals are good. The Reds are really. The most improved team in the division. That doesn't necessarily mean they're the best team in the division. Yeah. Um, and the Pirates are still a solid team. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking about 100 games or, or 80 of your games. You're playing against those four teams. That's half your schedule. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a great division to watch. Yeah. No easy outs. Even the Pirates with Clint Hurdle there, no, no easy outs. That's what I, I look No at easy it. outs. I mean, they're a solid team. They're as they were last year, and, they, you know, it's, it's just a great division. And the thing that I think that some of the players that come into it from other places and other divisions, it's a very, very highly competitive division. Yeah. Teams seem to really get after each other pretty good. It's fun to watch. What do you think of the half-billion-dollar deal Trout signed this morning? I'm stunned. It's uh, unreal. Brady, in fact, he was the one who told me I had not looked at uh, the, you know, on the Internet or any of this stuff yet early this morning, and, uh, and I couldn't believe it. I just can't believe it. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, it's good it's, for him. But it's going to – We, we, we split it up. <laughs> we have to get a strike here, right? That has to happen. Well, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where in the past it seemed like all the Players Association cared about was getting the, the, the big guys their big money, and the big guys are still getting their big money. But the guys who are still good, solid players, I mean, you look at the three contracts that were signed in all Machado, Harper, and now Trout, they're getting theirs. But it's the guys like, you know, I mean, even a guy like Jake Arrieta last year, Jake Arrieta is a hell of a pitcher, man. I mean, he's a competitor. He's just a really, really good pitcher. And, you know, for him to sit around and wait until roughly about this time last year before getting a contract, you're seeing that more and more and more and more. Yeah, Yeah, they're waiting I don't know what's going to happen. I don't either, but I mean, I just can't yeah. see this continuing because even like low-level guys pulling fifteen million a year is going to break everybody. Oh, they're making well, yeah, money. No, I know, but fist, I mean, yeah, but it has to be. I mean, there has to be a percentage of money. That it is. Make. I mean, it's, it's too, the it's, owners are billionaires. You know, I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't agree with when people say that they're 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 the, 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 the owners in baseball, and I'm not taking their side on this thing. I, but I don't agree that they're making money hand over fist on a year by year basis. Now, if you're talking about a long term investment for what you pay for the club. You know, oh, yeah. like Bob Castellini and his group with the Reds. They buy the team for $200 million. Now it's worth almost a billion. But right. you haven't sold that today. You know what I mean? And they're getting TV money and all that kind of thing. But there's such a huge disparity between the, the, the big money teams, the Cubs, the Dodgers, yeah. the Yankees, the Red Sox, uh, and then the rest of us out there. It's yeah. just a huge difference. You know, and, and I think some of those teams are printing money. But I think the overwhelming majority of teams are not printing money. Yeah. Many of them cannot do the. Many, 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 many of them can't f- feasibly, as a business, run a three hundred million dollar contract out there for more than one guy. So the rest of the team. That's suffers. right. And, yes. and, 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 and you know you have to you have to and the, the the thing that boxes you in when you're a mid market team. Now the Angels are not that team. They're in Los Angeles and it is what it is. So you know they have a huge local television contract. But you know you look at a team like like uh, the Reds. You know we go out and pay Joey Votto a ten year deal, two hundred and fifty million dollars. Now he's been a great player during that time. But do you think that there have been times where the Reds probably could have gone and gotten another player or two? Yeah. Uh, but they couldn't because of payroll because you're paying one guy that kind of money. I'm sure that's happened before, and it's happened to a lot of teams. A perfect example is right here in Arizona where they didn't pay the face of the franchise, a guy that's going to be a, a possible Hall of Famer because it just wasn't uh, in their pocketbook to pay Greinke and Goldschmidt the money he was going to command. Well, well, that's right. And then, and then you know, you look at what the Cardinals, they're the team that made the decision they weren't going to do it years ago with Pujols. Right. Now, you know, 
you know, he could have gone on to be the same player with the Angels that he was with the, with the Cardinals. But we all know because of injuries that he's not been that player. You know, you couple age and injuries, and, and he's just not been the same guy. And they made a great decision, and they've had good teams ever since. Yeah, uh, Tom, it's just fun to talk baseball. Damn it, it's back. Tommy, tell the uh, tell the boys uh, the guy a couple of weeks ago that you that took the field that uh, reminded you. Of me, oh, one of the right? players, and he, talk, oh, he talked about well, it on the broadcast. We talked about it on the air. I wanted you guys to try and find the clip. It was some guy who played for Seattle, Dan Vogelbach, just like Brady Bogan. No, That's exactly. Right. He who comes it is. walking up to the plate, yep. and I said, "Boy, this guy reminds me of a fellow I went to college with, Brady Bogan, big, huge star on the radio in Holmberg, here in town." Oh, nice. Thank you. Then the guy proceeded to. Swing and miss, strike three. I said, they even more reminds me of Brady Bogan. <laughs> yeah, former Cubs prospect, Dan yeah. Vogelbach. I remember that's the, exactly right. The best that's thing, right. That's well, right. Bob Brenly, when Brady threw out his first pitch a couple years ago and just airmailed one into the net, Bob Brenly was on with us right, the next right. day and said, "You remind me a lot of a former Diamondbacks relief pitcher. Uh, who is the little bulldog guy? The Mike." Uh, Fetters. 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 You remind me of Mike Fetters. And Brady goes, oh, that's very nice. And then he goes, if he ate Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Fetters is already yeah, a funny man. <laughs> oh, my God. Brenly's brilliant. Uh, so, Tom, it's always oh, yeah, good. Thanks yeah, for yeah. joining us for a name that, Brady. I'm sure. All right, guys. Be wonderful. well. Take care of you yourself. Look forward to seeing you soon. All right. All right. See you, buddy. God there boy. you go. Tom Brenneman uh, telling us that he's going to bet butt plugs. I think that's what it was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Plugs on the Why Cubs versus Reds. I got a whole baseball season to be excited about. I got a free steak from <laughs> You're Tommy. Inspired. And I win in 90 games. He's out of his brain. Uh, maybe 80. Maybe. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? Yeah, he's a little delirious. Yeah, he's, you know, he's been drinking with Brady all night. Long. Got a lot on his mind. Uh, it's 9.13. There you go. Uh, fun with Tom Brenneman. We always like having him on. It's 98 KUPD. All right. Getting right through it. It's uh, 9.23 here in the glorious morning segment. It's hard to not talk like Tom once you've been talking. He just makes things sound more important. He hates the Cubs so much. Yeah. He's picking the Reds to... Well, he's willing to go butt plugs on that is a good bet. I mean, I don't think he knows that my code for butt plug is State 44. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I say that. It's like you want to get some steaks at State He'll know 44. in October. Boy, oh boy, Willa. Probably know in September. <laughs> and then just shake into the football season. So, well, he won't be back till next March anyway, really. No, he'll come out uh, in the summer. Yeah, I know. We won't know the end of that. Yeah. The end of the best. He'll be, the be up to 90 by that time. So maybe he'll do a Cardinal game. He'll have 90 wins under the belt by then. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> well, it's not the bet. Cubs could have 100 wins at that point. So you were regaling your brothers of the fraternity with the butt plug story oh, yeah. last night. Yeah. You told them the tale <laughs> of the tale. What did they say? What boy, was their oh, what the hell is going on? Is he gay? I'm at that. No, Tom he says, into gay stuff? He knows Joel. Oh, does like, I've he? listened. I, I listen uh, to that guy. Of course he does. Of course I do. <laughs> Five minutes in a room with Joel oh, Osteen no, makes you a better charlatan. He's very familiar with him. Yeah. So that was. The so thing. he's on Team uh, Osteen. Why? Uh, Tell me why. In no, the I don't know about that. Why would you do it? Nope. Never said that. Never once. That is hilarious. I've been into that in the past. I did some Bolivian nose soda off of a hooker's bottom once and woke up with one inside me. What a weekday. Tom's got stories. I want to dive deep. I hope he writes a book someday. Oh, he ain't telling those stories. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. He might have. I think he would. Someday. By then. Hey, he tells some good stories. Uh, anyway, uh, it's time now for the hot releases. They're out upon all of us on uh, this. It used to be Tuesdays, but now it's just during the week sometime. Uh, movies, music, DVDs, games, all the stuff that's out. Eric, please release me. All right, we'll start off with video games, and they pretty much suck. There's nothing out. Turok uh, remastered for the NS. It's an old uh, game, kind of like Doom. Battle dinosaurs and stuff. Other than that, garbage. So we'll move on. Uh, Netflix. Amy Schumer has a new uh, new thing out. Growing. Move on. Stand up. Uh, the Dirt. The Motley Crue thing. Oh, yeah. Out. Is that out now? Is yeah. that a show? It's we, a show or a movie? It's on Netflix. It's a movie. It's yeah. the biopic. We've all been given press screener copies of it. What does that mean? It doesn't come out until Friday. Oh, uh, we can watch it today. We can watch it today. All right. Let's yeah. do that. Let's, let's do it in the office all after right. the show. Seriously? Sure. <laughs> It, we're not going to sit through the whole thing. There's no way it's going to be good enough. Or or it's great. And we're entertained wildly for an hour and 35 minutes. You have a I, I wonder, like, are they telling all the stories? And they have the are car getting, wreck in there. I mean, yeah. in the preview, they do the Vince Neil killing a guy thing. So I just want to know if they are going to include when Vince Neil turned into the Bumble from the Rudolph special. <laughs> like, he's just got to have a donut in his hand all the time. It could have happened to anybody. Oh, we watched this yeah, same watched one. This same thing. Before we went on break. Yeah. It looks pretty legit as far as, you know, the casting and stuff. But we'll see if it's one of those typical. Like, I watched The Your Queen. comment was so many bad wigs. Yeah, there's a lot of bad wigs. But the, uh, the the Queen thing, I watched it again. And again, the the music carries that movie. It is so basic. Like, this happened, then this happened, then this. You don't yeah. get to know one character. Very formulaic. Yeah, there's no, like, getting deep into who these people were. It's just, oh, okay. Is Rami Malek really, does he sing in it? Uh, a little. He, he does little bits does and pieces. But they tried to lead you to believe that he sang the songs he did. Because Taron Edgerton is, is singing right. the Elton John parts. Well, I know, new, some of them. New movie. I watched yeah. Ray the other night. Yeah. That's not Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. No Jamie way. Fox, so, Jamie Foxx did that whole thing. Nope. Some of them. Well, no, that, I mean, they, they overdub it for the movie. That's him. that everybody thought was Ray? That's him. That's him. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie has a dead-on perfect Ray Charles. It is. It's Because I watched him on... Some talk show. There is a Hollywood factor it. involved. In, oh, you know that. that well, you don't do it telling people. Yeah, that's the big thing. They tell it's, about these pictures because he said Grammy was always said. Oh, yeah, yeah. he sang part of the the Queen songs yeah. as well. He was. They said that know, about and Joaquin that, Phoenix and yeah. Walk Joaquin did a lot of. Well, he didn't. He didn't sing the parts though. That Joaquin Phoenix didn't. There was a Johnny Cash uh, cuts. He lip synced that. But they Ray Charles uh, or uh, Jamie Foxx sang that. It's an unbelievable impression. I mean, it's almost perfect. So. There are parts, I'm sure, where you're hearing a clip or a tape. It sounded it sounded off to me. See, I thought it was perfect. I don't know. Uh, Catastrophe. Catastrophe. Rob Delaney. You can check that out on Amazon yeah. Prime. Probably less Prime original the series, season four. permission to go to your wife's funeral because you backed over her in the driveway, though, right? It's the fourth, fourth yeah. uh, season okay. of a show I've just now heard of. Catastrophe. Too many shows. Uh, HBO Now has the first purge, so if you missed all the other purges, you can start with the first purge on HBO Now. Hmm. And movies out this weekend, we talked about a little off the air. Um, Jordan Peele's new yeah. black horror film, Us. Well, it's just a horror film. No, it's, it's black horror. Mm. Mm. I just consider it a horror film. I don't see it in color. Yeah. I don't have a, don't have a color too. television. I think it's kind of a genre he's got mm. going on. Kimo him have old man hair and young man face. <laughs> he's prematurely gray, Tonto. <laughs> Engines. Are you going to go see Us? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I might wait. Racist. Yeah, probably. That. 
I don't like watching black people get scared. Our country's seen enough of that. <laughs> Too easy. What the hell? I'm I'm That's trying to be progressive. Angle. I'm trying to be trying to be a new modern. I will man. not be party. To I this. will not be party to scared black people anymore in this land. I want to go to the sunken place. I yeah. There's a way to do it. It's called California Redwood. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's for white, black, uh, Yeah, it doesn't matter. matter. It, does not dis- it does not discern your color. All right, let's get to the music. Uh, Motley Crue, to go along with their oh, film, The Dirt you. Soundtrack. They got a new... They covered Like a Virgin. What? Apparently. Fair enough. Here it comes. It's like if Alvin the big It's a chip. He's still big as house, right? It wasn't that. Oh, he's fat. We had that. Massive. Track. The only other new one on there. The Dirt. Machine Gun Kelly. All right. Got a lot of songs. 18 songs. Are they? They're behind the movie, obviously, but how much so? Just as producers and money collectors? Uh, certainly money collectors. Yeah, that's what Queen did. They didn't have any input on the actual movie. And it is off the book. Brian May said that he, he chose what stories were I in know. the movie. I know. None of them were real. Right. Nuts are in a vice. He's getting squeezed. All he's got left, John. Hey, he's giving him what he's got. It's actually probably a great record because their hits are just dumb. As long as they're not all dumb fun. Redone. Yeah, don't redo them. Give me the old one. They had dwarfs in the uh, Queen thing. I, you know, that's. A, that's I really heard that. Oh no, no there was there was wasn't in elements. there, and they left a lot of that stuff. But I thought they hit some of the stuff. The timeline, sure. I mean, it's boring. It's an enjoyable movie, but you're not yeah. gleaning any no. new information. No, it's no. very it's very TV movie of the week to me. The guy that played uh, Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones is uh, Mick Mars. All right. <laughs> really? Oh, now it's got some. Oh, that's got some life to it if, it if he can carry some of Ramsey into Mick Mars. <laughs> I don't know. Would you call that something, But maybe he puts Vince on that uh, that big... That X that he uh, cut that dude's oh, wiener skins off. Of. Him. Yeah, yeah, he gets eaten by dogs. At the that'd end be of nice. Oh, that'd be great if, if that's the you know the future. Like the end predicts how they're all gonna die, and Mick Mars is eaten by a pack of wild wolves. <laughs> I'd watch that. Heck, I'd watch that 15 minute movie. All right, we have the uh, Tom Brenneman pick of the week. Andrew Bird has an album. Andrew Bird, one of my favorite artists in the world. <laughs> my finest work. Lake Forest, Illinois. I automatically like this. Is he from Lake Forest? No. He's loaded. Just liking this uh, type of music lately. Want to get high right now? Keep in mind with the that's kind of cool. What else? He was in the band Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, no ah, kidding. Oh, yeah. Sisyphus. Oh, wow. 
good thing Zach Braff's not making movies anymore. This guy would pick this entire soundtrack. soundtrack. How about yeah. Manifest? The earth spins faster, whistles right past you, whispers death. Skip that one. Makes me want to run to a field of yeah. daisies. Weeds. Or weeds. Yeah. Can't help. Uh, next up, from Sweden. Yes. The Backyard Babies. <laughs> Rock band from Sweden. The title alone has just sold an album. Yep. <laughs> we'll go that problem with the Backyard Babies again. Good morning, midnight. A day late and my dollar short. Oh. <laughs> A day well, late. That was later. Yeah, that's this one. Kitty's close, we're bouncing back. Why you got hit by a lightning smack attack? Brady doesn't have his glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. It's Brady's pick. This should be Brady's pick. Uh, foreigner. Oh, here we go. Live at the Rainbow. With Big Fat Lou with Graham. The Graham? With the Can't Graham? Be. No way. Can't be. I don't know. Oh, I uh, think I think it is with the Graham. No the DVD. Way. You hope it is. Those oh, yeah, it is. 78. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are just re- recaps. Live. So somebody had a bootleg for 40 years right. and decided that. <laughs> like the statute of limitations is up yeah. on this thievery. Right, right. They've started a company and sold it. Really good recording of a foreigner concert. I used to love foreigner when I was a kid. Oh, me too. Urgent. Oh, urgent. Urgent. Amazing. Feels like the first time. Forget it. All right. I'm buying this. I drive around in my 1979. Oh, well, we're giving that one away, right? Wait, wait, it'd be perfect. We'll give away a copy of Foreigner when we give that car away for the 40th anniversary. And finally, uh, Hot Lunch, the rock band. Another good name. Their album is called Seconds. My pick the, uh... is a Hall of Meat. <laughs> All right. Let's see what a Hall of Meat sounds like. That's catastrophe. <laughs> I would rather listen to somebody swimming in a, a, a Hall of Meat. Wow. That was terrible. Hot lunch. Hot garbage. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Man, this is a weak week. Week, week. Week, week, all right. Uh, Foreigner, Andrew Bird. Andrew Bird. Motley Crue. Yeah, the dirt is... Uh, I've got all those songs. Yeah. yeah. You go buy them again. Watch the show. Watch the... The movie, movie might not be bad. That might be the only thing worth it. All right, there you go. You got the dirt. So that's about <laughs> it. There's your hot releases today. Uh, brought to you by Eric's Thing. <laughs> My thing. Eric's Thing brought you that. This big old thing. <laughs> Uh, it's 9.36. There you go. You're released.
Shinedown right there. Sound of madness in the morning sickness. And uh, just about out of here on this glorious Tuesday morning. But before we do it, Brady's got to entertain us. And that is brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com. The world's gone mad, I tells you. You see that? There's shootings all over the place. People standing outside this morning. Uh, all weirdos everywhere. And uh, there's no reason to sit and think to yourself that I'm going to be one of those people that's uh, not sure what to do. The, the training's right here in our city. And it's the best in the country. They are unbelievable. They brought it to our city. Uh, they are the only ones doing what they're doing. And everybody else can claim to do whatever. Uh, the guys at reactdefense.com are the originals. And they teach you a system that works and, most important, makes you confident. You can go to the gym and run on the treadmill and get in shape all day long. But you're not learning anything. And that's the key to React Defense, home of Tactical Black. You can go out there with Tony, who's absolutely an unbelievable trainer, one of the fastest people I've ever been around in my life. He's out in Glendale. You got Jay and Josh helping me out up there at the House of Brews. That's where you can go up in Phoenix or out in Chandler with Michael. Uh, they've got us surrounded somewhere in the valley. It's close to you. Why not get a little smarter? It can only help you, right? So head on over there. Reactdefense.com. Home! Tactical Black. Brady, entertain First baseman, Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. He uh, told a story about late last year when he was playing with the Phillies that he uh, smashed a TV with his bat in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Because the boys were playing Fortnite during the game. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> Frustrated because they went on a little losing streak and yeah. had a bad second half of the season. Now he's playing with the uh, Cleveland Indians. Yeah, one and done with the Phillies. Yeah, because he beats up the TVs. Good news, they prefer uh, Mario Kart. What? The clubhouse. They prefer playing oh. Mario Kart, the, the Indians. <laughs> I see. Not all Indians. They're old school. All Indians. No, all Indians. No, some Indians don't. Users at Ranker.com are rating all the Sexiest Man Alive covers from People Magazine. To find the Sexiest Man Alive? The Sexiest sexiest Man Alive. Yeah. And uh, they went all the way back to 1985. Mel Gibson. Yeah, Nick Nolte won that in like 91. Nick Nolte was 92. Harry Hamlin, 87. Mark Harmon, 86. That's right. Your boy, uh, um, Sean Connery was, I think, 90, 91. The Swaz was 91. Mark Harmon won it in 86 because he died of AIDS on St. Elsewhere. It was a big deal. So the one who won it, the sexiest, sexiest man alive cover, Ryan Reynolds, 2010. Very sexy, sexy man. Or woman. I'm not, I don't know. Clooney and Pitt have been on twice. So they lost it for a little while, and then they got their sexy back the next year, and like, oh, I'm sexiest man alive again. <laughs> yep. Because when you lose, you know. Yeah, Clooney got it. How in, you get it back? Uh, 97 for the first time, and then he got it back in 2006. It's pretty amazing that every year someone can pass you. You figure you'd hold on to that title for a couple years just by being alive. Netflix has a show coming out next month called You vs. Wild. Starring the survival expert Bear Grylls. And uh, it's an interactive show. Bear goes on adventures. And you drink your own piss. You get to make decisions for him. He gets to a certain point and you oh, can All I'm going to do is say, drink your pee. You drink your pee. Yeah, he'll have that option. Yeah, drink your pee again. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, released a picture of he and Brad Pitt on the uh, Quentin Tarantino film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pretty good little outfits. It's just got a... 1969 Hollywood. 
He's got Larry's uh, leather jacket. Yeah, he does. He's wearing, he's wearing Larry McFeely's coat. The Jew Travolta coat. Lives. And that might be the same necklace, too. It's Larry's outfit. How you guys doing over here? Shalom. I'm Jew Travolta. <laughs> when Larry showed up in that thing, we're like, ah, and then Tripp put on the Bee Gees. And Larry just slunk out of the room. Congratulations to Shaquille O'Neal, Broward County. He is a deputy sheriff. I'm officially allowed to arrest you if you get out of line. Auxiliary deputy. I thought he already was. No, I was deputized, but now I'm an official deputy. I don't know what it means either. He can take you down with a shack <laughs> stick. That's right. Shack foo! Shack If you're looking to get an autograph from Tom Brady, right now they uh, someone put a poster up of a private autograph signing. Uh, and it gives a rundown of the menu. So if you bring a flat item, um, 11 by 14, it's 1,049 each. Oh, my God. Uh, larger than 11 by 14, it goes up to 1,079. Wait, that he has to sign it? If he signs it. If you bring it in, he'll sign it. That's what it costs. But his autograph is more expensive the larger the item? Yeah. Seems like the same amount of work for him. Yeah. Your reproduced artwork, canvas, multi-signed item with five or more signatures, sixteen hundred bucks. Well, that's the one to go with then. If the if the one on the eight, well, the, your original artwork, canvas, or any item not listed above is two thousand one hundred ninety-nine dollars. Man, came up with these prices with Roger Goodell. How much for a hand job for his boss? Eight hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> okay, made a lot of graphic. MySpace has lost every song that it was. Uh, that was uploaded to the site between 2003 and 2015. They call it a little uh, purging. They're up. <laughs> a migration, server migration project. Yeah. So if you had some stuff up there during that time, you might, it's gone. Yeah, if it's you haven't checked gone. on your MySpace for a while, they've cleaned it up for you. It's like when your mom used to clean your closet and stuff got missing. And JG, did you already get your tickets? John Gordon's here. Uh, Metallica put out the. Uh, well, 20 years ago, they did the S&M album, yeah. and they're now doing a 20th anniversary show. That will happen September 6th, San Francisco. Are you going to that? New Chase Center Arena. Oh, come on! They go on sale today for the, uh, the Metallica fan Army. Clubbers. Yeah, yeah. The fan club. And, and then you're, tickets you're will go on sale next Friday. So did you get Friday. your tickets, and you, can sell, you can't sell your fan club tickets, can you? Damn it. Well, that's pretty sweet right there. And you're not going? Why not? Because Larry's not paying you enough. God damn it, McFeely. We get you tickets. You unload that denim machine. No. You give me that van of yours. Yeah. I'll get you up there. That's an easy deal. I'll give you two grand. You give me the van. (laughs) The genie. I want the van. I want the genie. (laughs) Right. Come on, John Gordon. Give me something. Don't cuss this time, you filthy pig. The thing that made the first S&M thing so special was only like 3,000 people. This one is in the 19,000 people. Oh, it's a big place. Yeah, a you big don't really one, want so, to go. Yeah, exactly. So it's not even it's just nothing super special. Yeah. It'll be cool, but it's not as special. Because you went up one. and saw them in Oakland a couple years ago at that Oakland. little club, right? Yeah, and it was about a maybe 1,000-seat club. At the Fox Theater Fox or something? Theater, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, then never mind. Right. I don't want to buy your truck then. <laughs> never mind. Don't cuss Keep it Keep the genie. Uh, we're all done here. That's it. Uh, Larry McFeely's coming up next as puppeted by our own John Gordon. You can ask him all sorts of questions. If you call 585-9800, John will answer them all. He loves talking to you guys. 
And uh, and Larry's got all sorts of stuff to give you, including the Asking Alexandria podcast stuff. He'll explain that as the show goes. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness Solo. <laughs> Bye-bye. We like you. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye.